four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. Games all gimmicks. It would have helped if I actually had you unmuted at that particular <laughs> time when you were saying those. It's fake or rain. Yeah, fake or rain. It's so, all good. Yeah. <laughs> yo, what's good, everybody? How's uh, how's everybody living out there? All negative 15 of you who are watching this right now. <laughs> um, yeah, how's it, how's it going? It's been a minute how's since it? I've been at. Uh, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit of time. I know. Proof of Concept Studios. Proof of Concept Studios. Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, you forgot yeah. You forgot the whole spiel, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you threw just, me off with your fake array. I threw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the... Well, I, today, I'm the real array. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I was about to do my best array impression, but it's just not going to happen. You know what? But it's never too late, though. It's the Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, for related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about, coming to you live, direct. Proof of Concept Studios, as fake array said. Um... We were having a very interesting conversation uh, right before the podcast started, actually kind of after the podcast started, uh, about, uh, you know, music in this era versus music in other eras. I I kind of liken it to um, movies, right? Uh, We're very fond of movies from when we grew up, but then the movies that come out nowadays, we're like, ah, movies are weird now. They they don't, they're not the same thing. It's, It's all stupid now, but really it's like, no, the movies haven't changed that much. It's really just us that have changed tremendously because we haven't adapted to the times as well as we think we have. I I wholeheartedly disagree, especially in the context of what we were talking about, which was I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers about who the greatest rapper of all time was. And of course, that's subjective. Like, like you just said, like it's literally subjective, but he was listing rappers. He listed four rappers from today's era and just completely did not even acknowledge. When I told him, I was like, you can't have a whole conversation about greatest rappers ever and don't include somebody like Rakim. And to him, first of all, I don't think he even understood who Rakim was, which I was like, yes, exactly. I was like, bro, you're like 45. Like you should know who Rakim is. Like if you listen to hip hop, if you listen to rap, you should know. But to me, you can have an actual conversation about this because there are certain distinctive characteristics about, you know, either rap and, you know, back in the day to rap today. But my point in saying this is you can have, you know, the Drakes of the world. You can have the Lil Wayne's of the world. You can have the Tupac's even of the world. But yeah. if you're not actually talking about their lyricism, their flow, their delivery, how they, you know, put words together, how they how they literally flow. To me, you can't have a conversation if you're not including Rock Kim in no, that. No, 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 no. Uh, so, so you're listening for different things, right? You're somebody who's not listening for like I would argue that maybe in today's day and time we're listening less for lyrics and maybe more of just like the the, the feeling that the song gives you, right? That most of these songs aren't tremendously lyrically complex it's kind of just the same shit I mean, today definitely they're not for sure yeah. but but it's a but it's a different it's a completely different thing that meaning that like there can be a, a lot of people these days who who listen to music and they'll hear something like they'll they'll hear uh you don't know by jay-z mm-hmm. right and be like i don't know what the fuck he's talking about well you and, really don't know then <laughs> yeah well fair enough yeah that the, the, touche um uh but uh, they could hear something like that and not identify with it or not or not we 
we would approach music differently. Whereas they're looking for the vibe we're looking for, forget like the, not forget, but you know, kind of putting the, the beat to the side, kind of, you know, putting to side your cadence or anything like that. Like what are the actual things that you were saying? Uh, I feel like during the nineties, that was the, that, that was the, we, we judged music based off of that. But that, but that's also why people from, uh, like Cali or people from the South, right. Um, felt like they were, they were being overlooked because all the lyricism quote unquote, you know, uh, at least what we would deem as lyricism. It came from like places like New York, you know? Right. Um, but I, I think it's, it just depends on like what well, you're actually like listening for. But see, like you can have a case that, you know, hip hop, you know, the, the real expansion of hip hop, not necessarily just the birth of hip hop, but the expansion of hip hop, when it actually took off, the type of like lyricism that came out of New York, for example, that was completely different than what was happening, you know, at hip hop in the time that I'm specifically talking about when Eric B. Rakim came along. Like when Eric, when it was Eric B. and Rakim, in my opinion, it wasn't the greatest rap ever. You know, it was still somewhat like a, a gimmicky kind of a little bit of a flow, you know, the scratching, you know, with the uh, turntables and everything. That's all good and fine. It's, it's when Rakim expanded and just went solo. I mean, like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, when I'm on the mic, mm-hmm. like that's one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time. And just the lyricism in that is just the flow is just fantastic. But, but again, uh, you, you're 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 saying you're. I'm not I'm not disputing the thing you're saying. I'm saying that people today are looking for different things. Well, no, no. So like, saying. I get that. But my my whole point was is yeah, his list of people yeah, uh, uh, rappers. Because Artist. he's looking for different things. It is, this is not that kind of, like I've got somebody in the studio <laughs> who's I never mean, heard I, of Rockin' before. Yeah, look, I get it. <laughs> am I wrong or am I right? You know, as far as look, it's not, it's not, you're not wrong in what you're saying. I know I'm not your, wrong. <laughs> I'm absolutely for, right. Uh, naturally. The hip hop uh, world will agree for, with me. <laughs> for you, for, but, but this is, I think the, the natural issue every time I hear somebody from any generation saying, Oh my God! How can you not do this? It's it's the same for, for the same reason why uh people would like listen to music these days and be like, oh your your generation does this. I, I like I fucking hate seeing those like <laughs> I hate it so much because it's so stupid. It's like okay for one, was everybody in your generation doing whatever stupid what you deem is like hard right. you know or whatever? Like okay, everybody was doing that I guess right. Nobody was differing from that right. Um, but even more to my point, it's like every generation thinks that they're unique or different or, and then I understand that you're kind of talking about a generation that was prior to yours, but even within that, right. How, like think back to like how you even got introduced to the music. It wasn't like you heard it on the radio and then you were like, Oh my God, this is so tough. I can tell you Somebody, exactly how I got introduced to hip hop. Oh, so, it was the CD that was not, behind the Ricky Martin CD that I ended up grabbing too. And it was, um, it was, um, naughty by nature. Yeah. Well, the facts you'll get here on the face. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but I guess what I'm saying is it wasn't like, it wasn't like Rakim was super, I mean, he was clearly like mainstream, but it wasn't like he was in, in our generation, right? That you right. got introduced to that separately than what would be sort of like the normal, like, oh, either you hear it on the radio or it's a new CD that just came out or whatever the case is, right? Um, it's it's hard to expect people from other, and how old is this person that you're, you're, you're saying you had this uh, He must be in his 40s. So that's what I mean. He's like, he's probably like 15 years older than okay, I am. So, so maybe he just has a different taste. I, I guess. Yeah, we I must. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, some people just it have was, a different taste. The conversation was through uh, through Teams, Microsoft Teams. 
So like I just stopped the conversation. <laughs> like we, we weren't going back and forth like we are right now. Oh, yeah. Um, he just but, he just put his list up, and I was like, you, "You're just dumb. You're just dumb." <laughs> oh, DMX was his third person. Like I like DMX. Will anybody ever consider DMX one of the greatest rappers of all time? One of the, let's say, fifty greatest rappers of all time. Now, now Commercial in- success, maybe. No, no, no. Now, what's interesting about that is, is that when you're talking about lyricism, DMX is actually highly underrated. No, no, no. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. The longevity of his career, though, I would have to play a factor into that because, like, Rakim for the longest time was still making music into the two thousands. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I know if he's been yeah, you know doing anything yeah, recently, yeah, yeah. but the list that this guy came up with, you know, uh, Lil Wayne, DMX, and Drake. I'm like, to me, that that would not be in the top ten. Drake, maybe. I mean, again, it, it, I think it depends on like kind of like what you're looking for, uh, and everybody's list is different. But it's just the same conversation that we're having about like who's the greatest director of all time, right? And and we went into a huge back and forth about Christopher <laughs> Nolan, right? Like it's it's because it's not. Okay, so it's, okay, okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. So it, within that conversation of who's the greatest director, there is like there, there is no yeah yeah. There's a lot there of nuance. No that greatest you can director, add to it. like yeah, it's yeah, whoever you. it's who we think is the best in uh, from our point see, of view. But see, here's the thing though, like in a list of say like top fifteen directors of all time, yeah. Nolan would be in that list. My for, po- for my, some people, no, nah, I, I feel I feel like I feel like the whole academy would be on board with that. Forget the academy. I'm talking about because this is a regular person you're talking. I mean, you're, just you're a regular talking person to somebody too. from the academy, you know, because no. because somebody would be like, oh, the director the, who did Inception, you know, like uh, they may not Richard, know the name. Do, do you know who? Do you know who Christopher Nolan is? Okay, exactly. The, so, it's, so it's if, the guy if, who if, did Inception. Okay. Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. You know what? Let's thank you. Let's go into this thank week you. next week. You know, screw this conversation. No, I no. That, that proves my point for me. It depends on who you're. She's asking. 24. She doesn't count. No. What are you talking about? Inception came out what in 2010. Um, and so that I mean, it was a long time. It would have been 12. relatively long. But and but I saw <laughs> I saw plenty of movies when I was 12, and I was like, this movie is amazing. I saw T2 when I was like, I don't know fucking eight nine ten whatever still remember that movie today one of the greatest sequels of all time if not one of the greatest movies uh nah, of all time i'd say one of the greatest sequels not one of the greatest movies are of you all time. yeah this is a whole nother conversation we Jesus can have on a whole Christ. separate podcast all right we're getting <laughs> off on a very precarious start here on the fade podcast all right ladies and gentlemen very contentious start i did uh, have a whole story to tell you too it's, okay it's short not, okay not too is it long. is it is it film related no no not at all okay it's just so what we, happened we, uh, we, right as i got up here Okay, can you tie it into film somehow? <laughs> this is a no. film podcast, Eddie. No, definitely not. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe if we'll get to home improvement related. I'll remind you. I'll remind you about the story at the end if we have uh, time to get to it. But for now, let's get to uh, some this week, next week, uh, shiznit uh, or headlines too, as as it says. Uh, so we'll con- consider this week, next week in <laughs> the, uh, the headlines. Uh, but cheaper di- by the dozen. Um, we get sort of the 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 remake of that with uh Zach Braff and um uh what's her name? What's her name? Come on, you know her name. Lindsay Hans. Gabrielle Union. Uh, is uh, you said lizard hands. <laughs> um, uh, I actually did not know that they were doing that reboot. Yeah, isn't I, it like the third now reboot? I, uh, I don't know about re. I don't know. I don't know if they did maybe one originally and then they did one uh, in I guess the nineties with. Uh, it was with um, Steve was, Martin. Was it Steve Martin or Dennis Quaid? Who was it? No, it wasn't. Definitely wasn't Dennis. It might have been. It uh, might have been Steve Martin. Yeah, I think it was Steve Martin. Um, 
Or am I thinking of Father of the Bride? I might be thinking of Father of the Bride. Uh, Who's we'll look it doesn't? up. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's coming out uh, this week. Um, it, it's, a, it's a family, you know, movie. Probably not my cup of tea. Uh, but the original. The original guess, like, the, I liked. The, the one in a, not really. I, didn't yeah, really care I was about a kid. It. Yeah, I didn't really care about it. I was going hard in the paint with like uh, Harriet the Spy. Rather hard in the paint. Hard in the paint with Harriet the Spy. Cheaper by the Dozen, 1950. Was, was the, the original. first movie. Yeah. That's insane. That is insane. Um, who, is, who, do, uh, who was in the 90s version? Because now it's going gonna, it's gonna to kill him. I don't know. I'm going to pull it up. I feel like it was... Uh, uh, it was actually 2003 that there was none in the 90s, and it was Steve Martin, 2003. I knew it. Yeah. Because uh, we, we, we actually watched this not too, too long ago. Yeah? Yeah, it was all right. Still hold up? No. Nah. Yeah, fair enough. No, def- because you know the actors that were in it, and you you know what happened to their careers and what didn't happen. So it just kinda, it, it ruined it a little for me. Doesn't it happen? Uh, like, that's the way everything plays out, right? I mean, Where of course. It's like people get old. 20 years later, you watch it, you're like, yo, it did not end well for these people. Uh, I experienced that watching uh, a ton, watching, um, going back and watching all the old wrestling, um, you know, from like the 90s. Oh, yeah. It's just like, like everybody's like, that was the golden age, though, man. That was was, nice. It was 100% the golden age. Um, But yeah, anyways. um, So yeah, Cheaper by the Dozen comes out this week. Next week, uh, The Lost City, starring um, Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, comes out. Actually, look decently funny, like for a silly rom com, and it yeah. has uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. It's, it's, a, it's a nice looks, pairing. Yeah, I, I I like it. It I like should it. be interesting, for sure. Um, let's get to some headlines. Uh, the and we were talking about wrestling just a just a second ago. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh Scott Hall passing. Um, so uh, uh Scott Hall passed this week. Uh, who you know uh went certainly by the name of Scott Hall, but I I think there are, there are a lot of people who uh, first knew him as uh, Razor, Razor Ramon, Ramon. Yep. Um, in, in the WWE, what well, was then the WWF, now obviously the WWE. Um, yeah, man, I and me and my brother were actually going back and forth uh, texting about this, uh, and I was telling him, like, yeah, it's, it's going to suck, man, because a lot of this is going to probably happen, you know, in the, in the, in the coming years, uh, shortly, that a lot of these people who oh, it's gonna be happening, loved man. so much. And all watching, of NWO is just going to be gone. It's a, it's surprising <laughs> that they, honestly that they've kind of hung around this long. Like, uh, you know, I, I know Hulk Hogan. He's not doing too well. He's he's had yeah, he's looking know, numerous like surgeries and yeah. issues and all this other stuff. Um, so it it's going to be tough, man. Because uh, you know, and, and again, like as I go back and like watch some of these things from from the nineties, just like how you said, it just you just know how it ends, and you're like. It does not end well. For well, these what was dudes. the what was the what was the uh, the, the the wrestling uh, death that hit you the hardest? The wrestling death that hit me. I, I think the one that was just the most. I wonder like if it's the, the same. Well, we'll see. Uh, the one that was much uh, the most perplexing was Chris Benoit. Okay, um, I got you. Yeah. That that was the one that was just like what man. the actual that, fuck? Look, Chris Benoit was like a fan favorite man. Like I didn't yeah. think too many people that actually dislike Chris Benoit. No, it's because you every every time it was um, the the crippler, yeah, uh, or yeah, the crippler um, was his uh, was his nickname. But um, that that hit me the hardest because for one, because of how it happened, uh, and it was a it was a murder suicide uh, that 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 happened, um, and it was like 
you know, he had, I guess, taken some time off of TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, oh, you weren't really thinking about him, but also you knew, oh, he'll eventually like be back and it'll be fine. And he was kind of sort of in the prime of his career. So it was just like, you just were like, nah, you know, and then all of a sudden, and then it just rocked the entire wrestling world. Um, there, there were other people that were like, you know, it was like, holy shit. Like, I, I, you know, I can't believe this happened, but that was the most shocking of just like, what yeah, that was definitely there? one of the most shocking yeah. ones. Yeah, because yeah. when I heard that, I, I had that same reaction. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, because it, it goes from being like, oh, wrestling is fake to, oh, this is yeah, this as is real as it fucking reality. gets. Yeah. Now, see, um, like when um, like the one that hit me the hardest was Mr. Latino Heat himself. Yeah, Eddie Rick. Like, and they were best friends. Yeah, That's like, silly, yeah, 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 like when that happened, yeah. I actually thought it was fake. But I'm like, look, this is the, you know, WWE, <sighs> like, this yeah. is fake. It, it it was like two days later where everybody was like, yeah, no, he's actually he's actually gone, man. I was like, damn, like, yeah, that was Latino heat, man. That was that was my guy. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero. Um, yeah, definitely. Again, another one who has gone way too early, man. Um, and there's just like a, there's just so many others. Kurt Henning, yep. uh, Rick Rude. Um, I'm trying to think of some others that 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 have that have passed. Like, but it, it's just it, 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 the reason why I was going back and forth with my brother about this was because I was saying like. For one, with you know everything that happened with their bodies is mm-hmm. is now because Scott Hall he passed from uh, falling and breaking his hip with which if which you're just it, 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 to, to think, think about that like in the context of he was a professional wrestler mm-hmm. who just did the craziest fucking things like yeah. I can go back and watch like any match right now and it's like him like getting a ladder thrown at his back and yeah. he gets up afterwards and you're like, all right, I guess this guy's indestructible. And obviously we didn't see everything that happened behind the scenes, like the injections, right, the, right. The, the pills, all that other stuff, uh, the steroids, you know, and all that shit. Um, but you just look at them on screen, you think they're invincible. And then you hear, Oh, he broke his hip. And that's how essentially this all started with him passing away, broke his hip, went in for surgery. And then there was a blood clot from the surgery that caused him to have, I think multiple heart attacks. And you just think, what? Not Scott Hall. Yeah. That guy's indestructible. Come on now. You know? Um, but you know, that's where and and you know, what's interesting is we used to you know, I'm sure pe- people who are older or people who are like maybe in their seventies and eighties, right, are like, Yeah, for sure, everybody's passing away, right? But because everybody in their age group is sort of at that time where where it's health and, and things just, you know, start to decline. Um, but I think our generation is different because I don't think we had as much. A- there wasn't as much access to everybody. Yeah, as yeah. with our generation. So because you literally had to wait week for week to find to, out to find literally out anything, or or just just like when you watch movies or when you watch shows, there wasn't that much of it back in like the right. '60s, the 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 '70s, right? But everything exploded, you know, uh, within that. 20 30 year span and we sat like our generation oh, sat yeah, yeah. right in the middle of all that so we grew up with all these people that we just thought would live forever you know and but now it's coming to that time where reality is coming knocking and uh yeah so it's, it's really sad to hear about scott hall's passing um and and what's 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 weird about my reaction to it is just i feel like i'm kind of numb to it now where it's just like yeah, that seems like it. <laughs> that that seems very likely at this point. I, th- I think it's everything, man. It's yeah. everything that's been happening over the last. I mean, even even going back pre-COVID, yeah, pre-World War Three threat, you know, at your doorstep, like you you do you, you do, man. You kind of get desensitized to all these kind of things, like man. Yeah. I mean, like we're on the rise again in murders and just in our city, like yeah. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, you want to go down, you know, walk the street down to yeah. the bar. 
Oh, somebody got shot there? That's all right. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I, it, uh, I, I would say that I think it's, it's, it's not like a, uh, I, I think there, re, there's a reality of things going on, but I, I do also think that media has something to do with it in terms of we get so much of it all right. the fucking time that it's like, if you actually felt everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, that you're probably supposed to feel reading this stuff. Like, I remember, like, I'd be scrolling and I, uh, so I actually read about this call. Like I didn't, he hadn't passed yet, but I was reading about his condition, uh, like the morning um, before I guess he he passed, um, and I read it, and then like uh, you know either later that day or the next day, I remember I was scrolling and I saw like there was like an update or whatever, and I just was like, oh damn, and then I just kept scrolling, and it's just like for a second Man. I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like no, here's this person who you yeah. like not necessarily idolize, but like a person who uh, and sorry that there's a plane passing by, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear that in the background, we are not being attacked. It is just a plane passenger or a <laughs> passenger. It's not open. Putin. Yeah, hopefully it's, it's not Putin doing any crazy things. But I don't. Anyways, uh, to put a button on this, uh, very sad to hear about Scott Hall passing. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I, I think we're probably going to see a lot more of this, uh, yeah. you know, in, in, the, in the coming months, if not years, uh, with a lot of these these wrestlers who uh, who, who we definitely, um, you know, idolized growing up. So, yeah. Yeah. Shots up for uh, Scott Hall. Uh, in other news, and I'm gonna, it's a very hard pivot. Um, so uh, I don't necessarily, do you watch the Goldbergs? The show? Uh, no, I mean, I've, I've seen some episodes here and there. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't really, it kind of reminds me of Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. and I just can't That's really. That's literally what I was thinking, too. Yeah, uh, and I just can't um, necessarily get into it. Um, but, uh, so apparently Jeff Garland, who plays the, uh, dad mm-hmm. uh, on the show apparently they've had some friction uh over the past few seasons um and i haven't heard of this yeah this is a really interesting story because uh, i knew nothing about it but hearing about it was was very interesting um where basically uh there were like hr complaints about his behavior uh i guess on set uh and that <laughs> yeah when it goes to hr in hollywood and not to like you know like you know a publicist or something yeah. like that yeah you know, <laughs> you know it's yeah, got fan, you know what <laughs> I mean? um but check this so so they've been having this problem for like the last few seasons right uh and so it, it's sort of come to a head where they're um this particular season they're in their ninth season which is crazy by the way i I, some shows you hear about starting yeah, and then you I look up think, and it's like yeah. they've been there nine seasons and you're like how? Like is it like nine back to back seasons where you have like four in one year? <laughs> no I think it's just year after Holy year dude. Shit. I think they've just been there almost a decade which is again crazy to think um, but uh, so so uh, they've had these HR complaints and so it came to a head where basically in this ninth season he's essentially not in the season uh, and that I think uh, I think uh, and I, I forget her name. Um, who's the uh, the wife on the show? Uh, shoot, yeah, I, f- I forget her name. But uh, but I'll I'll find it there. I guess uh, McLendon Covey. I think. Damn. Anyways, I'm making myself sound stupid. Let me continue. My yeah, it's uh, Wendy McLendon when, Covey. There you go. Um, so she said that he basically just like walked off in the middle of a scene uh while they were taping the show uh and so i guess she was she was replying to somebody else uh but she was like well what the fuck are you gonna do when somebody just decides to fucking leave like the show like there's not there's only so much you can do but the producers are like 
not so fast. Not so. There's something we can do. CGI that motherfucker. That's what you can do. So I was going to say, there's they, only two options. Kill him off or replace him with something. Apparently, they, they chose the latter. Paul Walker. Uh, they CGI'd him, which is so fucking interesting. And, and they kind of shoot. They use like a, a stand-in for him. Yeah, yeah. And then they um And then they kind of only shoot him. Like either from yeah, the back they did that with like Paul from, like, Walker and up. his brother and everything. No, no, but like so, so they did the CGI, but also what they're mainly doing is like only shooting him from certain angles where you're not actually like seeing. It's basically just like you know how like in like Seinfeld. Did you watch Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, we no, never yeah, saw yeah, never, yeah. Um, Costanza's yeah. boss. Um, and so uh, it's basically like yep. that treatment. Um, and so and and that's so, gonna look so awkward. Ha, has it come out yet? Like are they? Yeah, there was. I, I I I should have pulled it up for the for the podcast. Damn. But uh, but there is a couple of clips that I saw. Honestly, didn't look terrible. Now it just might be because I'm not familiar with the show enough to be like, oh, like this shit looks whack. To me, it just looked like a regular scene where you just kind of had somebody who wasn't really there, but you knew was present in the right. scene. Um, but they tried as much as possible not to obviously like include him in 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 the, in the particular scene. Which didn't really bother me much, but again, if I had been rocking with the show for nine right. seasons and all of a sudden this fucking main character is like <laughs> CGI'd his face on, I'd be like, nah, this shit's kind of whack. <laughs> you know, some of these comments from like Twitter people, <laughs> yeah. like this one says, good to know that uh, PS3 graphics still hold up. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually That is hilarious. I'm going to watch so, one of these clips while so, you talk. So I watched this. Uh, or I read about the story, uh, and I just thought that was like so interesting for a show instead of just to like, yeah, write off his character, do something different. It was just like, nah, like let's. Right, I'm not gonna lie, this doesn't look terrible. It didn't look crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, the head's kind of like bobbing weird, a little bit, like you know, maybe they didn't have enough, you know, CGI points. You know, it's like a little little Indian have, bobblehead. They didn't have enough money <laughs> for the budget. Um, Yo, they're on I, for nine seasons. They've got a budget. Those actors uh, must have been demanding yeah, some uh, you know, paychecks. Usually towards the end, they're like, nah, unless you're like Friends or Seinfeld or something. I really don't. I don't think the Goldbergs are that big. So are they like going to CGI like, his death or something? Like, what's the, what's the game plan here? I think just to finish the season out. <laughs> well, that's it? And there's just yeah. no more Goldbergs? Well, I, 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 I would think that this has to be like the last. They can't do this for like multiple seasons. Like, they can't do it. Why not? <laughs> oh, no. Why would oh, you, you mean like CGI? <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's what, what I mean. Doing? Like, could they like do a CGI death? No, no, I'm sure they could do something like that. What I'm saying is if they know that this is going to be like the last hurrah anyways, it's like, well, let's just ride this right. thing out. You know, it's like, because I, I feel like it's a little weird, especially if everybody knows the reason why. Instead of killing off the character, you just ride it out and just, you know, be like, all right, we're just going to finish strong here versus kind of because I, I feel like it's the same thing as like, um, I don't know what they did with Roseanne's character. I don't know if they just like said yeah, oh she know. died or something like that or she had like an overdose but this is like it's kind of lame it's just like yeah nah that shit didn't happen dude man like, like imagine all the possibilities you're already cgiing him you could have his head explode like it's two cents of the budget you know have an alien crawl yeah, out but of his you, head so, like, but you that, have but so that many would, possibilities but that you, you do have so many possibilities but also like i feel like that would be like offensive to like the rest of the cast because it's like Yo, now we're doing this cartoon shit. Like, what the fuck? Are we, <laughs> what are we doing here for? Like nine seasons. Well, I mean, you're sticking it show. to him, you know, for fucking leaving the show. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's it's a disservice to the, kind of the fans, but then also the just like the rest of the because right. they they, well, they okay, put question. Sure. Do we know what the HR complaints were? Oh, oh uh, yeah, they weren't great. They, they weren't great. Uh, so, um, 
I don't I don't know exactly like what what happened, but it wasn't it wasn't as if it's like oh just like a misunderstanding. This had been going on for like multiple seasons, right. so it's like three seasons worth of yeah. This dude's a dick. Um, now I don't again I don't have the details on like what uh, what he did. Oh, so hold on, so hold on. The the complaints were about him. Yeah. To a, okay. No, no, no. I, yeah, I thought they when you started it off, complaints. it was like he was complaining about no, no, something. No, no, no. So 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 um, because uh, according to this article, he was one of the higher paid actors on the show. Yeah, I I wouldn't doubt that either, right? Um, but uh, so let me give you Wendy's uh, her mm-hmm. her comment, right? So thanks for the great suggestion, Noel. And I guess she's responding to somebody else who was like, "Yo, this shit is trash." Um, this season threw us for a loop because a uh, it's hard to incorporate someone who doesn't uh, want to be there and wants to leave mid scene, um, and b we weren't about to rewrite the second half of the season. So I guess they were sort of like in the middle of right. the season when he was just like, yeah, it's like taking your ball and going home. Another reference to, uh, you know, for, for, for my wrestling heads out there uh, to like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he decided he didn't want to, <laughs> he didn't want to <laughs> wrestle. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to go home guys. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. This is like a weird thing that I came across. I was like, oh, that's so fucking weird. Like, could you imagine? I, I did not doing think that story show? was going to go like especially, that. especially with a show like The Goldbergs, where it's just like you would think it's just like, no, like what the what what controversial things? Show, yeah, what know? controversial yeah. things going on with the fucking Goldbergs? I mean, in uh, like in the scenes that everybody's talking about, like the daughter is getting married. Yeah, so like, it's like, <laughs> you, so it's like, you, like if he's there, like you have to have like, is uh, but like what, your what? dad is not going to be a yeah, he's going to show that's... the back of his head. Well, I guess you that, just assume be, he's smiling that's the a, entire that's time. A, well, that's basically what they did. Um, but uh. That actually might be true to life, though. Like, if you got beef with your family, you know what I mean? Like, maybe your dad's so, not. So, I'm not, not going to lie. I was at a wedding not too long ago where, like, I, w- I was, li- like, the way I was facing, I was, like, facing the, like, um, the family. I won't say, like, who and what and everything. But I, I was I was watching, like, uh, I was watching the father, and I'm like, yo, he does not want to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like that that man, like he's just not happy right now. I I, I feel like he's looking at the bill of this like venue, hey. and he's just like, "This is what I paid for." Well, you know, <laughs> they, that that I feel like they missed an opportunity there. They they could have had a <laughs> Maybe, dose yeah. of like real life, you know, in terms of just you know being like, yeah, he just wasn't feeling it, so he just, he, he just wasn't at her, her wedding. But you know. know what, the CGI wasn't terrible. Though. It wasn't like, terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh. So you know, it is what it is. Um. <laughs> Yo, Hollywood drama is so funny. Man. Yeah, well, but Hollywood drama is kind of just the same as just like regular drama, right? We all have, we all. It is. Get it's just the way it like just... blows up, you know. And but it's, it's like then, it's so then you and I are making like it's our so opinions public on it. <laughs> facing, you know, what I mean, and that's like think about like if all your meetings at work or whatever were like made public and like all the little tiffs and whatever was like it <laughs> jokes was, on you i don't attend meetings well fair enough right? I work from home oh my internet went down <laughs> no no i'm saying like well, internet went down. yeah all right they just heard that like oh 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 it's like that okay we'll see we'll see uh yeah our internet system went down too couldn't get payroll out How about that? <laughs> yeah not so funny now is it <laughs> um but anyways uh let, let's let's get away from the goldbergs um dude we uh we had a very interesting conversation um uh as we were uh doing the uh, the, the our, our weekly meeting for the show uh we had a conversation about documentaries now how it sort of started was talking about uh bad the, vegan it started with bad vegan and yeah. then it segued to the tinder swindler yep uh, and we were talking about, uh, and I was telling you about how I didn't, uh, I didn't really necessarily care for the Tinder swindler, uh, not because I felt one way or another about 
you know, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, contents yeah. of what they're talking about. But it was it was how it was presented that was sort of a turn off for me. And it, it struck a very interesting conversation that I thought we could kind of have on the podcast. I thought that would be a little bit. Uh, it would be interesting to, to talk about it in, in, in this format. But basically, I was saying, like, I don't like when documentaries try to sort of over dramatize drop and i always have trouble dramatize dramatize uh uh the the content of what they're they're talking yeah. about like I, I i hate it because what it does is t- it takes me out of the fact that this thing is like a real thing well now i think it's kind of fake if you're like trying to like fucking recreate it, it was like watching i don't know if you used to watch like unsolved mysteries Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like I watching. Still watch it, man. Do you still watch it? Yeah, because it comes on Pluto uh, live TV all the time. Is it new? No, fuck no. Oh, it's just old <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's oh, just shit. old shit. Oh, it would come on Pluto. Pluto has all the old shit. Yo, Pluto's <laughs> yeah, Pluto's awesome, man. Pluto's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, because I remember watching. Uh, I was looking for a Double Impact uh, with John Claude. They had it. Didn't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, they had it on there. I was like, yeah, this shit kind of slaps a little bit. I don't know, dude, man. That, um, that is like when you're broke, you watch Pluto. <laughs> That's dude. all you got. And that's that. That was my Pluto experience. Wouldn't consider I was myself broke as hell. Broke, but I'm still. I mean, no, for now, it. yeah, <laughs> now, now we go to it because you know you don't want to pay three ninety nine to watch Double Impact. Uh, yeah, you know? nah, fuck that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, and yeah, completely different story. I was going to talk about how I just uh, so we used to have like all these VHS tapes from mm-hmm. when I was younger, uh, like three movies basically on one one VHS yep. tape, and I literally just went through like the entire thing, and there was like hundreds. The of, irony, of these tapes. The irony in that is, yeah. That footage on Pluto TV still looks like a VHS, so you still get and the I'm same experience. I like it. You know? I love it. It brings you yeah, back to the eighties and the nineties. <laughs> um, so, but I was thinking, yo, how much money can I make if I just fucking uh, if I converted all these movies, uh, it just <laughs> sold in the VHS because you're not going to make a whole lot. <laughs> no, no, forget selling the VHS. I mean, like, because some of these movies, oh, like, you're talking about never... and getting them on, yeah, because then I don't uh, have to fucking gotcha. pay yeah, to watch yeah, yeah. Double Impact now. Now I, I could just fucking watch it. Because I right. you know, converted it, whatever. Wouldn't other people, anyways? Uh, that's piracy. Wouldn't that's, other that's people a, know? <laughs> probably not. Just you. No, they, <laughs> come on. There's definitely people still. Who's converting double impact. double impact from VHS to digital? Whoever, whoever, <laughs> fucking whoever is, has double impact on their Pluto TV is fucking converting. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, back to this documentary, right? Uh, so. Uh, I, I don't like so like unsolved mysteries, right? Mm-hmm. Where they show you sort of the oh, this is what happened in this particular thing, or what we think happened in this yeah. particular thing, and it's just like you. I feel very in tune with the fact that I'm watching something that's fake, that it just right. seems made up. It seems like bullshit. And I and I, I remember telling you about when I was a kid, um, uh, this uh, an older person uh, told me something that stuck with me for like. You know, up until now, which is everything that I watch on TV is fake. And that, as a kid, blew my fucking mind. I was like, wait, no, no, no. Cops isn't fake. That's real. That's actually fucking happening. But then as I got older, realized like, oh, like they like the cameras are like positioned in certain ways. They Mm -hmm. they they, some maybe some shit already happened and like they're taking it out of context. Uh, the the fact that they're editing this all together in certain ways, you know, to maybe maybe make it a oh, little yeah, bit like more like they dramatic. they've had people come out like producers and stuff where yeah. they're like, yeah, we've asked like suspects if they could <laughs> that's getting like, tackled again, <laughs> and he's like, oh fuck you, like I'm yeah, not getting what? tackled again, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I'm already bleeding out my eye. Like, <laughs> let me go afterwards, maybe. Yeah, right. Like, then we, we got a deal. deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, so, so she told me that when I was a kid, and that stuck with me because I was like. 
I was like, no, that's not true. <laughs> and then I got older. I was like, no, that's 100 percent true. Everything basically that you watch on TV and, and we're kind of taking sports out of that. Right. Immediately. Right. That, yeah. You kind of and even to that to some degree, maybe some of that's kind of fake, too. Right. Uh, obviously, wrestling, you could pr- throw into that, although I would argue a lot of the bumps and things like that that they take is 100 um, yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but in terms of like the storylines and shit, it's all fucking right. Bullshit. Um, but but even actual like football, basketball, soccer, right. whatever the case is, right? Uh, even that has like a little bit of element of of staging, you know, in terms of how they're sort of crafting the rules to make it a little bit more yeah, exciting yeah, and all this shit. But for all intent purposes, I'm taking that out of the picture. I'm just talking about like TV, uh, whatever you might flip mm-hmm. on the TV on a Saturday afternoon. If you I know, mean, God Judge help Judy is not real. Well, yeah, Judge Mathis. That is money Judge she's making real. Yeah. That, well, yeah, that's yeah, real. Yeah. Check she's catching is very real. You know, Man, um, like, what is it like? A hundred and some mil a season. Dude, I, like it, it's it, insane. It make me very sad if I think about that too hard. Um, but so the the reason why I think it's really interesting in terms of how we look at documentary styles is because I feel like that greatly impacts how you take in that documentary. Like uh, there there was a thing called uh, I think it's called Seaspiracy. Yeah, Seaspiracy. Yep. And I forget who recommended that. Uh, there was somebody who recommended that to me. Was it you? Yeah. No, it was. Now I did bring it, it up you. to you, and I know you. We, we might have seen talked it about time. it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was you that recommended. I think it was like. Yeah, there, there's a lot. Yeah. It was like somebody else. But anyways, I so I watched it, and I just remember like, I I don't even know if what they're saying here is true, but I I don't care. Like <laughs> like mm-hmm. and because it was like after I watched it, it was just so like weirdly dramatic, and it was yeah. just like super edited, and it was just like. It just reeked of to me of just like not. Nah, I don't know if what you're like the content of what you're saying is real, but I know the way you're presenting to me is real bullshit. Yeah. Right? So like so like I have no like basis in, like like really in, in knowing this, but when I watched it, yeah. I really felt that they were literally catering to having it be on Netflix. You know, this was gonna yeah. be something that is like okay, we gotta be on Netflix. And we need to dramatize the shit out of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that that's the way I felt when I watched it. Yeah, but I, I feel like on Netflix, you don't need to do that. They have so many documentaries that are just documentaries that they don't have. This but recently, dramatic... though, now it's, yeah, it's now shifting. Shifting. I feel that. And that's why I wanted to talk about this, because uh, I feel like it's shifting more towards the Tinder swindler mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of end of the spectrum, where it's just like they're trying to like recreate all these things and they're making. And it's like, well, no, the people are talking to me in one hand and then we're seeing them, you know, go through whatever the fuck it's right. like was a camera there and i guess you could argue that we live in the age of social media yeah. that basically everybody sort of chronicles you know, small little clips yeah. and everything like that's kind of what what hits yeah you know and, and and how like you know uh somebody will put a clip out on like you know whatever social media platform right ig uh facebook whatever right? uh <laughs> don't think that's around anymore but um uh but the thing that they'll put out is like, you know, oh, I scared this person or whatever. And the camera will be in like the most obvious position. And you're just like, no, you didn't fucking scare anybody. Like, or like the person's <laughs> not falling for this. There's a fucking, there's a fucking Sony <laughs> camera that's like fucking got the lights and shit Wait, surrounding you're it. You're telling me that Ghost Adventures is fake. Ghost Adventures? Ghost Adventures. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What is Ghost Adventures? Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> that sounds wild. Uh, yeah, no, I could, without seeing anything from Ghost Adventures, I could tell you with 100% confidence that it's fake as shit. Um, uh, but uh, but you see all these like sort of, sort of documentary style things happening on, you know, these yeah. social media platforms. And I feel like it's like, like kind of, um, 
it's teaching us to accept bullshit as like real. Yeah. And it and it's really sort of blurring the line between that, where it's just like we think we're seeing these really candid moments. Like I, again, like I, I see all this shit of people like pulling pranks or people doing this, people doing that. But it's just like when you actually think about it, you're like, no, how would you actually fucking do this? Like this isn't like it, my favorite is is when people are in the store, uh, and they're like they do something like they throw something in the air and you know and it hits oh, somebody yeah, else, and then you're like, wait, but where's the ca- the camera's literally positioned in the middle of the fucking aisle? Like where are you hiding this? Is someone just standing with their phone and the person just doesn't fucking notice? That? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, how, like, how would you on. not see it? Because, like, because yeah. I've seen it, I've been through Walmart and, like, there's people, like, holding cameras for a very specific reason. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to take the other aisle. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. It's, and so, like, I don't know. Like, and I, and I, I've been talking for a while, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you jump in. But, like, I, my thing is, I, I like my documentaries to be just give me, don't try to, uh, dramatize anything just give me the shit i like if you have something to, to to say whatever do a bunch of interviews you know sit down interviews whatever you want to do but when you start entering into the fray of trying to recreate the shit happening i i just immediately think of it as like kind of like a unsolved mysteries it's like yeah this is kind of bullshit. so are you saying like like what you would be more in tune to would be the the 20 20 60 minutes type of like 100 percent, yeah okay i got yeah. you I yeah got that's, you. that's that's see, what see i I was about to say I can go both ways. <laughs> yes. I, can, I, can, I can watch both styles is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Uh, so like anybody that knows me, they know for a fact that like I am a documentary junkie. Yeah. Mainly because when I work, it, it's difficult to watch a movie while I'm working, yeah. but it's easy to just listen to a documentary. Yeah. And then like while I'm waiting for like, you know, the system or computer or something, you know, I can occasionally glance up and, you know, see what's going on. But with the Tindler Swindler, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really well done. Uh, when I did a little bit more research, you know, into it, it's like, yeah, this this actually did happen to these women. Like, yeah. not not only is it like you know one or two publications that are talking about it, you have actual governments that were like after this guy. Yeah. So I, I love the aspect that it was real. It wasn't necessarily you know a fake story. How much of it was you know glitz and glamoured up you know for us especially in those dramatizations that you would see because they really did get like a guy that looked like him you know like he he looked like that guy in my brain i was just like so it was kind of convoluting like the two but then like they also from when i was reading some of the uh the the the, um, background to the documentary Mm -hmm. they actually did actually get some of that footage of him that was actually real you know, a lot yeah, of maybe it like was maybe actually post real. or things like that. No, it wasn't even post. Yeah. It, was, it was actually stuff when like when they actually got together with the uh, women. They were like, hey, we're going to make a plan and we're actually going to like, you know, have somebody go with you. Th- that I'm you even know. fine with, like in terms of like, you know, you're talking about like a to, to catch a predator type. Yeah, of situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 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 like with nice cameras and nice equipment, you know. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. yeah there's but, a budget. But the biggest. <laughs> yeah, of budget. course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what, what is it? It's definitely up from what it used to be. It used to be like, oh, you have like a two hundred thousand dollar budget. It's got to be way more than that now. Right. I guarantee you, it's, it's yeah, it's got to be like skyrocketing now. But, but like, also, I, I don't know if they just bought this. I don't, I don't know what. what yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, don't I, I was more referring to like how uh, C Spiracy was, and that mm. seemed like it was explicitly shot for the purposes of being on Netflix. Yeah. Anyway, my my biggest issue with like something like uh, Tinder Swindler, or even C Spiracy, is I couldn't enjoy it the way I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to enjoy it in the background, listening to it while I'm working. 
it was so interesting and it had all those elements that you were talking about the dramatization of it you know the acting it out getting actors that look like the people uh to 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 the point where i had to stop it finish my work get off of work and then sit down and actually watch because it. it's like watching a fucking movie yeah right? which like, i hate not, like it's, it's like wasting my time yeah like i, I can make money while I listen to this, now you're making me fucking watch it, and you just jacked up the price from seventeen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine. So like, I'm pissed off now. Is it really nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, it jumped up. Yeah, it just jumped up. Yeah, I saw the first. No bill. shit. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I thought they were doing stupid shit like having it be like eighteen forty seven. Yeah, like, and why we, is this one happening? of our stories just... is gonna come back to this because yeah. we've been talking about it, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's your password, man? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yo, we gotta we gotta work this thing out because uh, yeah, yeah, we, 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 we gotta get around now. Netflix, man. But yeah. No, I, I fully understand what you're saying because uh, the, the the type of documentaries that I love yeah. are like uh, one of my favorite uh, docu series on Netflix is the Innocence Project. Mm. Like I love that. I, I love every and, and to an extent it is dramatized because they do actually sit down and you know they 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 really do talk to the people and then they do cutaways and everything. But it, it's is it really is real life to to like a point where you're so invested in this person's wrongful conviction that like whatever they're showing on screen doesn't really matter you're just in tune you're just listening and that's mm. the kind of stuff that i love like um even some of the uh some of the uh the, the the climate change documentaries that i uh that i've watched in the past um i think one was a uh, cowspiracy that one same exact thing no no dramatization whatsoever it was just intriguing listening to the guy go through the hoops trying to get answers and like you don't necessarily need to see that, you know, him trying to get into a building and talk to, you know, government officials. Like you don't need to see that. You can just hear it. And I loved all parts of that. So yeah, so I I I, I don't know. Is there a golden age to documentaries? Because I, I feel like we're not in it. Like we 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 would have already been in a golden age of documentaries. You know what I mean? Uh I think Netflix sort of had a stranglehold on the market. I think maybe a maybe a few years back. They, they did because they were that was there. one of their big points Push, of yeah. like yeah before they started making just yeah. blockbusters. You know, yeah. well yeah, blockbusters. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stop short. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not call them blockbusters. Calling fucking Bright a blockbuster like it was yeah, a who huge called, budget. Who movie. called Bright a blockbuster? Yeah, apparently you. You just said <laughs> they started making me, blockbusters. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, for nineteen ninety nine, it might be a blockbuster. <laughs> uh, well, I might have to relook at my bill. I don't. Whatever happened to uh, Bright Two? I thought they were gonna make a. They're probably still making one. it. They're probably still making it. I mean, Will Smith himself. carries like what a twenty million a movie budget. So yeah, you got twenty million. Tool. No wonder yeah. it went up to nineteen ninety nine. You got to pay Will. <laughs> yeah, that's real talk. <laughs> um, so so yeah, so I, I I think that there are different documentary styles out there. You you have your um. Uh, styles where like uh, you're just like a fly on the wall and, yeah. and you're seeing something maybe unfold um, but it's all reality it's all sort of happening kind of like you're to catch a predator style yeah um, it but obviously less Yo, how do they stop doing that show you said oh Chris Hansen um, the dude who did it he like I don't know he's a mad sketchy dude himself um, not, I don't I don't think he was like you know a like, predator you know, I don't think he was a predator <laughs> himself but like in terms of just like like I guess his reputation kind of took a couple of hits. I forget exactly what the fuck happened, but he like because yeah, that was like to... such a big show though. Like like people would tune Dude, in for that. But man. It's kind of creepy to like even really watch. Oh, the show, absolutely, right? like one hundred percent. If you're creepy. into to catch a predator, I feel like you might have to use yourself. If you're like, oh, it's it's like OJ when he was like, I didn't do it. 
But if I did, it's like, whoa, whoa, OJ, what the fuck is going on here? Um, the glove doesn't fit. But yeah, if it did. I feel like that's what how people were watching. We're like, it was a size I mean, eight I'm glove. not into this, but <laughs> kind of into It's like, it's fucking weird. Um, but um, I, I think that you could shoot it sort of like that where you're you're actually capturing something real like and i can think back to like you know the documentaries about like uh, occupy wall street right yeah. where they actually had people out there who but this thing's actually fucking happening and we're just capturing yeah. it right um you've got your documentaries where everything's sort of after the fact like you know kind of kind of keeping it sort of in that same wheelhouse of the financial crisis of uh, 2008, right? Yeah. That there, there's endless amounts of documentaries about that, where uh, you're getting interviews, sit down interviews with people. Like I just watched one recently, uh, recently with um, I think it's a uh, what's his name, Robert Reich. Yep, yeah, yeah, Robert Reich. Yep. Is that? Do I have that? Yeah, right? that's his name. I don't know why I keep thinking that, that, that that's not it, but uh, unless something else, um, somebody else. No, we're, I think we're thinking the same guy. I just Robert Reich. Yeah, I, I feel Robert like Reich. Reich is okay. Yeah, Robert Brandon Reich. Gotcha. Um, so, me question myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you have stuff like that where it's just like you know you're you're kind of following somebody somebody around. Maybe there's no specific thing that's actually happening right now, but you're sort of capturing that and you're doing sit down interviews yeah. with people. I like that. But then you sort you have your sort of like faux reality. Let's recreate the things that have already happened. You know, and I, I just again like I, I feel like that takes me out of the idea that this thing is real and it actually like happened. Ironically enough. Um, it has the like, opposite effect on me where right. I now think because I know you're trying to recreate it. Now I think that there's a lot of bullshit elements yeah, in, yeah. Your, in your story. Uh, but I just thought that was like really interesting that we based on for one that, you know, we see just can all see it kind of differently. And, and, you know, obviously from our own perspectives, but then also too that I didn't realize I, it, like it never really occurred to me that there was different like styles yeah. out there and, and that I perceive them differently based on how they were presenting it to me. Yeah, yeah, no, 100% agree. And I, I think it really does hit different when you get more realism versus dramatization. Yeah. You know, uh, one documentary that we ended up watching not too long ago, it was a, um, it was uh, executive produced by Billie Eilish and it was, um, uh, they're trying to kill us. Mm. And it, it it was yeah. I remember you talking. About yeah, that. it was it was like it was it was very much on veganism. Yeah. But what it did was it really put into perspective all these other issues that come along with our current food supply chain, where they're going, where they're not going. You know, food deserts. Um, you know, the people who are getting quality food, the people who aren't. You know, regulations that are preventing people in like inner cities from like just having a fucking garden. You know, like yeah. it, it really does hit differently when you have so much realism because you can go in so many different directions. Yeah. Versus when you're dramatizing something, you're really just dramatizing that specific moment yeah. of what they're talking about. And also, you're trying to evoke a certain emotion. Right. Like, but if oh, you're a good documentary, you know, you uh, director, like that. you don't need yeah. to do that. You can yeah. like really put it together. And, yeah. You know, you, the documentary, the director, the editor, like everybody's got to be on the same point. So like, yeah, it, it does hit differently when you get some like. A rack for sale that was like when i watched it i was like damn like really because that's not what i got in the news mm. that is really not what i got in the news like yeah. that's not even what my parents told me like <laughs> yeah you know it, it definitely does hit different so yeah. yeah i guess we are past the golden age of uh documentaries i wouldn't say we're past <laughs> the golden age of uh documentaries what i would say is, is that we're getting a lot i think there it's life <laughs> it's sort of like uh art imitating life is imitating art <laughs> like it's just like it's, it's like, like a circle it's like a fucking circle it. you know it's like you know we're you know 
I think they're trying to sort of mimic this sort of social media sort of style mm-hmm. where it's you're 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 not able to dist- or your the lines between reality and something that's clearly like oh this is yeah. like made up we're just blurring those lines completely that we're using something fake to represent something real but you know it's it's fake in a way <laughs> like, yeah it's like watching a painter paint something you're like wow this is so brush strokes are so great everything is looking great and then he turns around and it's a painting of him painting, painting. <laughs> it's like bro right. i just saw you like Fucking, i don't need to see the painting of you yeah, we, we talked about inception at some point here. <laughs> yeah like right yeah so it's all coming back yeah, it's a yeah, circle it's awesome. <laughs> this podcast is getting too meta all right uh let's uh let's change gears here let's uh let's dive into some trailers uh let's get into some shit here uh so the boys season three uh, you said you watched the boys right yeah yeah um, so i'm uh, middle of uh season two season two yeah yeah i didn't did get through it I, today. That's fine. Um, I I like the show, but honestly, in and kind of thinking back on it, I feel like maybe the hype is a little bit more than what the show actually is. Oh, one hundred percent. You yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, it's fun. Mm. You know, it's entertaining. Uh, like I was telling Anna the other day, I'm like, it's better than MacGyver. You know, because I I've, <laughs> I've been watching MacGyver, yeah. and then I switched to watching The Boys when we started talking yeah. about it on Monday. I was like, wait, all right, this, this show is better. That's not really <laughs> saying that much. You, you, That's my point, though. Yeah. Like, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's just not the greatest thing ever. Yeah, uh, but uh, but everybody uh, holds it in, in very high esteem. Again, I, I and I, I might even talk about it on a podcast. Like, I, I like the show. I really like. Oh the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I feel like with certain things, it was like <clears throat> like when uh, WandaVision came out, right? Everybody was talking about WandaVision. I was just always like, I mean, it's okay. Like, I don't, it's not incredible. Yeah, I saw two you episodes know? and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a, it, it didn't, you know, blow my mind or anything like that. But yet the conversation around it was so much more than what I thought that show was actually was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's sort of like that with the boys where, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on in my throat here. Where I feel like the boys is good. It's just not, it's not, I feel like what, it, what everybody's sort of making it to be. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, for those who don't know, the boys is about a, a group of vil- a vigilantes uh, who are set to uh, take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. So uh, basically, it's just it's basically what happens when super if Superman were just a douche uh, is essentially what the show is, right? If if Green Lantern and everybody, Aquaman, everybody is just a dick. Uh, and what do we do as human beings if that were the case? That's essentially the premise of the boys. It's AOC trying to take out Mansion. That's what it is. I think that might be that might be three levels removed. What are you talking about? Are you wait? Who's the superhero here? Is this is Mansion the superhero? I mean, he might have been to the Virginia Hardly. coal miners the at one only point. Thing supernatural about Joe Mansion is how he keeps his Stupid hairstyle yeah, the way it is. That and just the ability to not give a fuck. Yeah, he's he has so unique ability yeah, to not so care. Good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yacht. So, so like. To tell his people like, yo, dudes, I don't give a fuck about you, and then and then just be like, all right, I'm gonna I want to go back to my mansion now. <laughs> See, <Vote> for me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I expect you, I expect your vote. Um, so uh, the show, the boys, is uh, created by Eric Kripke. Eric Kripke's gate. He uh he he uh, obviously the show uh he created the show Supernatural, yep. um and the first five seasons were epic for Supernatural as well documented on this uh, this podcast. I love the first five seasons of Supernatural, which he was directly involved with, uh and uh, the show has multiple writers uh and stars uh, Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, uh, Anthony Starr, Aaron 
uh, Moriarty. That's a good cast. Uh, decent, and they have a lot more people, and they're they're adding to their cast too. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see it here in a sec, but they're adding uh, Jensen Ackles, who is an alum, obviously from Supernatural, uh, and so I, I definitely see the Eric Kirky, Jensen Ackles uh, connect there. Uh, the new season, the third season, is due out June third uh, of this particular year. Uh, without further ado, let's jump in to the trailer for The Boys season three. Some time to think. I'm in the bathroom looking at me. Facing the mirror is all I need. Wait until the Reaper takes my life. Gotta have the magic dragons now. I will live a thousand million lives. My patience is waning. Is this entertaining? My patience is waning. Is this entertaining? Yo, was that a was that a knock on that um, Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial? Is it? I, I think so. Oh my god! Was, was that what I think it was? Hey, okay. <laughs> Jesus! What the fuck? <laughs> Why is he staring at a squid? <laughs> there is a lot happening. <laughs> He just stole up into his mouth. He did. Fuck. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm on acid. Yeah, I, I didn't take a gummy today. <laughs> we are just watching. Oh, wait. Does he have some What is happening? Yeah, hold on. There's... There's a lot that happened in that trailer. Weird. Weird, but it kind of gets me back into it's, the into the series it's a little. Old, like the boys is just a weird fucking show. Yeah. Like I, I'm supposed like if you if you captured moments from like season two, right? Yeah. And then you just had snapshots. You'd be like, what the fuck is actually like happening right now? Yeah. Um, because season two was definitely uh really strange as well. Yeah, that was definitely a knock on the Kylie Jenner, uh, Pepsi commercial was debacle. Yeah. Remember, she had that Pepsi commercial where it's like everybody's rioting for Black Lives Matter, and she just steps out in the crowd with a Pepsi, hands it, you know, to the to the cop, and everybody starts dancing all of a sudden. <laughs> so he steps in, and he's like, that. "All right, guys, come on, fuck that, like <laughs> this ain't happening." <laughs> well, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. the Kardashians. Art imitating life, imitating, imitating art. art. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> uh, what, what do you what, what do you what do you think of season yeah. two? Do you think it's an improvement on uh, since you're in the middle of watching? Uh, Honestly, no, and, and it might not actually be to the detriment of the actual show itself. It's just more of like I'm so spaced out, you know, from watching like something else and then uh, getting back into it, and then like it, yeah, like remembering what happened previously and then kind yeah, of catching yeah. up to it. Also, just the fact that like I I will kind of watch it as I'm working, so yeah. I'm kind of like not really getting the the, the full gist of it. But yeah. I like it. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, better that, than that, MacGyver. Yeah, stop bringing up MacGyver, please. I, the, I don't actually mind MacGyver. Don't have it's not that, that many, bad. <laughs> you don't have that many people watching this show, uh, but they all just just tuned out as MacGyver. They all not a Lucas Till fan. N- n- no, are, and are you talking about the new MacGyver, or the old one? The new one. Oh God, 
Why? Why would you do that? I've to already yourself? seen the old MacGyver. Oh, what do you watch? You went back and watched. Dude, all I of it? lived in Germany. We had cable television. That is all they did. You, played. Did you? Did, uh, well, fair enough. Okay. Okay. So also, you saw, why you I love Walker Texas Ranger too. Like that was Yo. my shit. All right, hold on. We need to button this issue up with the boys, but let's have like a three minute sidebar <laughs> about Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, so uh, yeah, the boys. Uh, so this new season comes out June third of this particular year. Uh, season two was an interesting season. I feel like they went to some weird places there. They obviously had, I don't know how far, and I, I don't want to do any spoilers yeah, I, I think I'm like six episodes in. Oh, okay. So you're, you're getting there. Um, but they, they definitely went to, uh, to some, some, some Nazi mm-hmm. routes, mm-hmm. uh, with season two, uh, which was, I feel like unexpected. I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't really looking for that from the show. Really? Um, Cause I just, uh, I just kind of felt like they were just kind of going with what's really happening just in the world. Because we do have, yeah, I feel plenty like, of neo Nazism, and you even saw it in that trailer. They were playing off of a lot of recent events. Yeah, but I guess I never looked at that show. That the show is like wanting to say anything that that was that blatant. Really? I guess, yeah, because I saw it. Yeah, I caught and, on to and it watching quick. and watching season. No, no, I mean like I like maybe I not as much season one. No, but no, I mean I, I was I was tracking in terms of like them going in that direction. But what I'm saying is, is I didn't expect for them to like. I don't. I. I guess kind of make it so obvious. Yeah. Or 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 to have that specific of a thing to say. Yeah. Like I feel like season one was like there's a lot of like there's there's a lot of undercurrents that was like okay I can map this on to something that's happening right now but it's not like this big thing that's like oh my god this is something that's like airlifted from like whatever it's like something you have to kind of like dig for a little bit like not a whole lot but enough. But it felt like so it was very specific and right. very like direct and in your face with season two. It looks uh, like season three is going to be. It's probably thing, going yeah. to be the same, if not more. It looks it looks way more aggressive than uh, than season two. And season two was fucking. I still aggressive. want to know what the squid thing was in that I don't scene. Know, dude. I, oh, that was I, odd. I, again, I, I mean, I, I get it. Squishiness weird sounds that a squid makes <laughs> i don't you, know I, 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 I feel like you're trying to say something uh, i don't know what you're trying to say look there, there's our, our shout out to billy our contractor he's watching <laughs> and he's got kids in the house so <laughs> gotta be a little politically keep it, correct keep here pg-13 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so season three um that's going to be interesting um i'm looking forward to it i think yeah. it's going to be good yeah it'll be good to have that back uh so we're getting ozarks and the boys back i feel like we're we're in for a good summer now see, look, I, I, I want to watch Ozark. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I thought they canceled it. Didn't cancel it. It's just on its last season. Oh, okay. So I'm Which expecting I, to cancel. I, mean, I guess uh, depending on how you're looking at it. Uh, yeah, because I remember reading stuff about it, and I thought it was canceled. That's cool. Yeah. Eventually, I'm gonna catch up. Uh, well, uh, they, so the, basically, they split season four up into two parts. Uh, they delivered the first part, I think, maybe at the end of last. I forget when they delivered uh, the first part of it, but the second part of it is being delivered, I think, in May. I do hate yeah, that about Netflix because that seemed like a really popular show. Like a lot of people were talking about that show. It had a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. Especially after the first season came out. And it's like now you're in what, season five? Season four. Season four. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's like you that that's all we get. Well again, but here's again, sidebar conversation. Um they Netflix kind of fucked up because I think they we we were past sort of the binge phase of yeah. you know, of streaming shit. Where now we're kinda like, well, It'd be better if we watched it week to week so we can like digest right. what we're like. So Stranger Things is the perfect example where there was so much hype. And I, and I actually don't think I like Stranger Things as much as everybody else did. But fair enough. Huge show. Everybody loves it. Um, 
you watch the season all the way through and then you don't talk about Stranger Things until the next season is actually right. out. And then you'll binge it all the way through. Like, oh, that was interesting. And then never talk about it again until the next season. Bro, comes. it's the only reason why I still got like an Apple TV account. It's for uh, Servant. Okay. Right, Shyamalan's like, I love it, man. I think it's fucking fantastic. And they do yeah. it week to week. Yeah. You got to wait for it. So they they, yeah. they, got, they got me. I well, keep... I keep thinking, I'm like, I'm going to cancel it. No, but but it's like, I, well, I want like, to get it again next week. You know, uh, they're also not 19.99. So it's, yeah. you know, it's all right. Dude, I, yeah, we might, have to, we might have to talk about these, uh, <laughs> talk about these <laughs> passwords real quick. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, uh, but anyways, uh, buttoning up things with the boys. Um, really interesting, really interested to see what they do with season two, uh, season three. Um, I want to see what J- Jensen Ackles sort of brings to the to the fold. Um, what I'm hoping is is that uh, they they progress the characters. I feel like we're kind of in a holding pattern with a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. I know that we're we're tying a lot of these like storylines up, but I feel like we're not getting much progression in the characters. Like there's there's a lot of story there, right? But there's not much progression yeah, in yeah, like yeah. them. So I'm hoping that this season shows us some some progression. Um, so. Uh, Real quick, uh, damn, what was the thing I was going to talk about? Um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Te- Texas Ranger. So there's a thing about these 90s shows, dude, uh, that they're pretty trash. Uh, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty trash. Like, I went back recently and watched, uh, it wasn't Quantum Leap. It was, the fuck was it? Something else with Quantum in the name. Damn it. It was with... Uh, God, what? Now I gotta like look this shit up, but I I remember I went back and watched it, and yeah, it is just it's it's almost unwatchable. Um, yeah, it wasn't Quantum Leap. What was it? Damn it. Anyways, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, so I watched that. I watched. Uh, I w- actually went back and watched the original Star Trek, um, mm-hmm. series. I actually really liked it. I was not expecting. I yeah, because you went like straight, like all the way from the beginning. Right? Yeah, I, I started. Yeah, yeah. I started with the with the uh, original series, and then I got to the uh, Star Trek Enterprise, and I was like, I can't watch this. This is I. This is mm-hmm. so terrible. This is so cringe in just every way. I can't watch this. Um, so now I'm going back and experimenting with um, uh, the Next Generation, and then I might even try Voyager, and mm-hmm. then there's one other one after that. I Deep mean the Space most recent, uh, yeah, and the most recent one I think is uh, Picard. Well, Picard, and then the so, uh, the the one that was on, um, yeah, from man, we talked about yeah. it. Uh, Shoot, Paramount Plus. Yeah, I, I I can't remember the name, but are you are you gonna like follow it all the way through and watch those, dude? I, those I, were, I, I'm so, not, I'm so I watched try. two episodes of Picard and w- wasn't bad at all. Like it was actually pretty good. Yeah, especially seeing the old characters and you know coming back. back. Like, yeah. That was actually really nice. It actually brought you that whole nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, look, Walker Texas Ranger were to make a My movie, daughter, I would go to the theaters. Fuck I that. would risk the Rona and watch Walker an old for white Walker, man Texas beat up karate style, just going ham. I would absolutely this fucking stupid yeah. cowboy boots on. Hell yeah, tucked in shirt. Hell Ugh. yeah. Ew. It's, all, it's 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 also one of the. Oh wait, they uh, have a new t- uh, t- a Walker Texas Ranger, the show. 
with uh actually with uh Jared Padalecki, the other guy from uh, oh, Supernatural. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 it's got to be that's original a, that's a Walker. That's too far. It's got to be the original Fucking Walker, man. CW. Uh no. They're not, it's okay. They're not man. just admit Chuck you like Norris it. isn't going to stop doing American his hero icon legend. He's not going to stop doing his stupid infomercials in order. He's making way too much money off of them to yeah, the walk Bowflex? back into yeah. <laughs> Is it the Bowflex? <laughs> how after that, like that that's that's the man years, you want for the Bowflex. How after fifty years is he still pushing Bowflex? First of all, how is all know. Bowflex still like a thing? Know. That <laughs> thing is fucking huge, takes up so much space. Like nobody has LeBron has that thing that hangs on the wall. That's way more economical. People are living on top of themselves in New York right now. There's like, but I need a Bowflex. What? I mean, look, if you're going to have Walker, Texas Ranger delivered to your door, you're going to take the (laughs) Bowflex. Yeah. Let's jump to the next trailer real quick, man. Um, So we got a trailer for Miss Marvel. We've been hearing about this for some time now. Uh, obviously, you don't give a fuck about it because you don't watch Absolutely anything not. Marvel. Um, but uh, but we've uh, I've heard a, a lot about this, uh, and I think this is different from. Uh, there's supposed to be somebody in Doctor Strange too, and I don't think it's Miss Marvel. It might be. I might be making that up. I don't know. I forget. There's a lot of shit going on with Marvel right now. I don't know exactly what the fuck's happening. But Miss Marvel is about a New Jersey raised. Uh, uh, teen um named uh kamala khan who learns uh she has a polymorphous uh polymorphous uh power i don't know what the fuck that really actually fucking means but okay um and this uh show was created and written by uh bisha ali and stars uh iman vanani um matt lintz uh uh rish shah and uh, Zenoba Sheriff uh, and is due out June 8th of this particular year. I think without further ado, we'll just go ahead and jump into the trailer for Miss Marvel. Oh, the soundtracks in these are not okay, bad. So first off, I just want to say, yeah, I get it. Ones. You get what? High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You are a weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala. Hey. Already? Really? Come on. Like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before lunch or is <laughs> Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who saved the world. That's a fantasy, too. Did something happen to you? No, why? Did you hear something? Come on. What does it feel like? Cosmic. How does cosmic feel? I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? I'm a superhero. (laughs) 
right, that was the trailer for Miss Marvel. Um, yeah, I'm actually curious because I would actually watch that. I knew you would. Yeah, because that, uh, that's like up in like my line, yeah. like of what like I actually YA like. yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, uh, it looked interesting for me uh, because I feel like it's a, it's a definitely a departure. I think for Marvel, where weirdly I think they try to do their stuff a little bit more adult like. Yeah, and I feel like this is obviously you know, and in, in, in given the character, they had to uh, sort of make it uh, a, a little bit more sort of um, uh, palatable for right. for a younger generation. Um, and so, but it, it didn't strike me as like bad or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, it, it seemed like it was cool. It seemed like, um, you know, even if you take away all the powers and stuff, it seems like I'd kind of still be into the, sh- you know, to, to the show itself because it, it seemed like it was, it was, a, yeah. it was a, you know, funny sort of coming of age story, um, especially from, uh, from a perspective that I don't, obviously don't, I don't think we get whole lot no i mean um, you're, you're never gonna see a brown girl superhero outside of bollywood movies like you just do yeah. not see that so but dude dude her filmography yeah miss marvel yeah and then maybe like the marvels short movie. <laughs> in 2023 no shorts nothing yeah, yeah. imdb two credits hey man we yo that's we that's awesome man you know, i'm sure she's done some commercials or something yo you know, imagine like all the people who went in for this role and she's just like all right i'm gonna try it see what happens Dude, that's why I hate the whole like idea of like an audition process. It's like, yo, this is stupid. Like, just somebody send me your reel or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out from there. I'm not gonna like audition all, the, bring all these people in. Hey, maybe you'll get this role, but also probably not. You know, because there's like a thousand people, especially for like a Marvel film. Dude, right. I'm sure, they bring in, you know, hundreds if not thousands of people to, to audition for. Now this is a uh, this is a series, right? Series, yeah. Okay. On Disney Plus, yeah. You have Disney Plus. I do have Disney Plus. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I got the you I know, got the Disney bundle. The Disney bundle. Yeah, that's yeah, how I watch my European you, soccer. They got you early. Eh? Oh, on Hulu? Is that what yeah. is that how the show? Okay. No, no, no. Hulu watches sports on Hulu. Oh, ESPN. That's yeah, how you watch. Come on, man. ESPN okay. Plus. Get right. with the program. Save some money. Get, get with the. I like what you did there. <laughs> no, actually, I, like <laughs> I, uh, I actually think that uh, that that looked good, man. Like I think it did. I think that it, did. It, it looked like you could actually. I don't watch Marvel, so I don't have this stuff. I don't watch Marvel. I'm so cool. I don't watch Marvel. Dude, like, when I listen to you guys talk about Marvel, Mm. the different movies, and then how you guys attempt to connect storylines, and there's so many different storylines to connect, Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you're jumping forward, sometimes you're jumping backwards, sometimes you're in the present, Mm. and then you're backwards again, and then forward again. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a quick question? <laughs> Let's see. It, no, it, it's, it's, I feel it, like you probably it's, already it's, asked this question. Already. No, no, no. Why do you hate Marvel? No, no, not, it's not that at all. Um, no, just just curious. Um, so you, you just said that you like YA stuff. Yeah. Do they not have like fucking you know eight thousand books on you know whatever the flavor of the month is for for YA and different ten flavor different fucking month, books? Man. There, there's there's subcategories to the category. I don't okay. flavor of the month. Come well, on. You know how you don't care about Marvel. I don't Rookie. care about that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is is that like yeah, just like with anything else, it's like um, I, the way I look at Marvel is just like a it's a uh it basically is just like a series, right? So in, in within that series, we get different storylines, different things happening, but it's no different than watching. I think like. But and but like you would have to like you would have to actually like watch it before you're like way it, too many. If movies. you're if you're trying to jump in with season, think of somebody trying to jump in with season three in the middle of season three of the boys and being like, 
I don't know what's happening. It's like, bro. no shit, you don't know what the fuck's happening here. You've missed the first three seasons. Bro, I watched it. Loki with you from the beginning. It was boring as fuck. No, but you're talking about the like why everything's sort of like, oh, well, you jump forward in time, you jump back in time, yeah. and why this matters, why that matters. It's like, also, well, I, yeah, just wanna, I just want to, I just want like want to clarify, man. Yeah. Like my perception of Marvel is Loki. Four episodes. That's my perception of Marvel. And you didn't even like? Did you even finish it? No, fuck no, man. I barely got through four episodes that you had me watch. I, I'm, I'm going to recommend a show for you to watch. A Marvel show. Well, you, and you you actually like Marvel shows. That's a lot. You you do like Marvel shows. Stop, yeah. You come on, Daredevil. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And that Daredevil show on Netflix was nothing like what I've seen recently from Marvel. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure out something to recommend to you to watch. Uh. Now I already did tell you I was gonna start watching. Yeah, why don't you just start from the beginning, dude? Just just gut through it. Just watch the entire thing, and then and then I would respect whatever opinion you have thereafter. Because I don't respect this opinion. <laughs> <laughs> stupid take. It's stupid. It's dumb. We're, we're, and we'll talk about it here with uh, Jared Leto. Your opinion. Uh, of my years. opinion is my opinion. Of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> full circle again. Yeah, full again. circle. Um, yeah, you should just title this this full, full circle. circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but this looks dope. From uh, I do from, like it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna watch this for sure. Yeah, uh, let's jump to our next uh, trailer. Um, so the time traveler's wife. Uh, we get a uh, an a, uh, a, another adaption from I guess uh, this was a novel that uh, that was written some time ago by uh, Audrey. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce Audrey's name uh, last name there. Um, but uh, this involves. A what are you talking about the uh, the Author? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh oh shoot. Uh Niffinger? Niffinger? If you if that's the way it looks like to you, because I was about to say some hard ER words there. Oh my god. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you were just like, wait, is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say it? He's gonna say it. I was I was on guard. I was like, go ahead, Addy. Do it. Um (laughs) have We are in Baltimore. I can't do that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you still gotta drive home, guy. Um so, uh, yeah, this is uh, obviously the time traveler's wife is about a couple's relationship um, is put to a test uh, when the, uh, when time travel is. It's, this is such a sloppy synopsis for a fuck you, IMDb. For this <laughs> very not even remotely in-depth uh, uh, synopsis for the film or for the series, rather. Um, so this is uh, the show was created by David Nutter and written by Stephen um, Moffat uh, and stars Rose Leslie. Theo James, uh, who's from Theo James from Divergent? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought I had that right. Uh, Jason David, Katie Siegel, uh, among others, and is due out May of this particular year. Without further ado, let's check out the trailer for The Time Traveler's Life. It's happened again. The bed sheets will go slack. Or the shower will keep running. They did give her the red hair, too. And you realize he's gone. He's somewhat of an Eric Bana. Yeah. Clone. He's just a pile of clothes. It's not a superpower. It's what's wrong with me. I can't keep hold of the current moment. I just slide off. I fall back in time. not changeable when he's gone i wait and i worry 
I'm always going and she can't follow. I wonder where he is, when he is. If he's in danger. But I married a time traveler. It's complicated. I'm okay. not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, it looks fine. Yeah. But it's just a movie. I'm pretty sure it's a show, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying it's just. Like, oh, no. Oh, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, I was gonna yeah. say about it. It's like, this is literally feel like it just airlifted. From it almost looked like word for word. Like, I don't yeah. even remember like any of the lines from the original, you know, Rachel McAdams exactly and Eric it Bana. Yeah, it's just, that's literally well, what I was thinking. But, but you know what's interesting is that we're, we're, we think of that, we think of movies like this as like, oh, that was just like, couple years ago right that was like 2000 i think it was like 2009 13 was the book because i read the book in 2013 no No, i'm sorry yeah 2003 was the book okay i was i remember i I got that out the school library (laughs) yeah um and yeah i think it was 2009 rachel mcadams and eric eric banna did that was almost 13 years ago fuck yeah so when I when I yeah when I, but I, I was actually just talking about this with the rain when um because we were talking about how they're kind of going to come out with another I am Legend movie uh huh um but yo first th- of all that's the first time I'm hearing about that that's fucking awesome yeah Will Smith sequel yeah Will Smith and uh, Michael B Jordan damn yeah star damn. power star power star power all right I might uh, I need to I might have to like break my no COVID theater rule for that one yeah that yeah, that might be the one to break it for man. Um, but we were talking about that and I was like, yo, like my ability to distinguish, like you, we hit a certain point with movies where, especially when we started entering like the, the HD sort yeah. of um, end of the spectrum, right? Where it's like, I can't really tell when the fuck this movie was made. So when I look, when I think of like the time traveler's wife, I think of like, oh yeah, that was like a few years ago. It was like 13 <laughs> years yeah. ago. When it feels like to me, because it doesn't really look tremendously different from, uh, you know, even movies that they make now. Bro, like you even said earlier, like, Addy, you've known me for a decade. Like, I'm like, wait a second. It's, it's been like almost a fucking that's decade. A very true statement. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we've known each other for, for, for almost a decade now. Um, if not, if not, maybe a hair more maybe than a decade. Maybe we're time travelers. No. <laughs> no, we're, we're just, not. We're, we're just, just stuck been, here. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're in the same shitty time. <laughs> um, it's just getting shittier. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's so when I, when, when you think of things like the time traveler's wife, you, you think of like, why are they even like redoing this? This just came out and it's basically like the same shit, but it's like, oh wait, no, like that was like 13 years yeah. ago. And, and if we were to think about a movie from like the nineties and think about them remaking it in like 2000, 10 or 2013 yeah. oh, we wouldn't runner. we'd be like fine yeah. okay do it you know but I, I feel like because movies just kind of you know movies and shows these days they kind of like over the past like i would say almost like 15 years or so they kind of look all the same you right. know like they're you can't really like uh, i could obviously a movie from like the 80s you know it's yeah. fucking from the 80s a movie's from the 90s you pretty much know it's from the 90s 2000s Starts getting a little murky when you start getting towards the end of the two thousands, the in the teens. Yeah. Fuck, that you because just that assume, literally yeah. looked like the movie. Yeah, that, that looks exactly looked exactly like, like the yeah. movie. So I, I know exactly what you mean. And like yeah. I, honestly, like I watched the movie because uh, I, I think that's around the period where Rachel McAdams' career was really taken off. Yeah, you know, I she, thought she was gonna be. Like I know, I know, kind of, kind of, kind of like life. fell off like a little. I, I, bit. No, I wouldn't say she was. She, she, she fallen off. No, no, no. It just wasn't 
fire. Like it just wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Well, I I always expected her to do more things than just like the rom com right. or like the romantic movie. Yeah. I expected her to like maybe do some really dramatic shit or whatever mm-hmm. at some point in time. And that just, just I, and maybe she did, and yeah. I just never watched it. But it just Could never be, felt yeah. like that materialized with her. And, and look, she perfectly fine career. She's going to be in Doctor Strange too. She's fine. No, no, no. Um, she she's done some stuff because I mean I, I watched a movie with her and Rachel Weisz. Uh, it was a real uh, mm-hmm. drama, something about a Jewish community and LGBTQ plus. Like it was good. Okay. She can definitely carry it. Yeah. But I agree. I thought you know she was going to be she, she was going to be everywhere. I, yeah. I really did think that. But I think she's what we or uh, Jennifer Lawrence is what we yeah. thought Rachel McAdams was probably yeah. preparing. For. I, I I could see that. Like I was a big Eric Bana fan, and I, and I mean I still am. Yeah, but like Theo James, like it, it just I, I haven't really liked him a whole lot of stuff. You know, like uh, he's, he he's, just looks like your typical yeah. like jock kind of guy. There. Like he's he's uh what's his face? Um, it, it was also a guy in Divergent. Uh, and he was uh in the Bruce Willis uh, Die Hard movie. What's his name? Uh, I I used to like him as an actor all the time. Uh, oh, you're talking about the guy from uh, Terminator. Yeah, yeah, what's damn. his name? Um, now you can't even remember. Now his I name. can't even remember his name. Ah! Like that's how Size he fell off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he's the guy. He's, he's the, the dude. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, look, I I I'm actually I might actually go back and watch the movie. Actually, I'm quite fond of that movie. There no, were, no, no, there, yeah. And the, were, the book was fantastic. Like yeah. if you actually do get a chance to read the book, the book was fantastic. The movie was good. I just don't think I'm gonna like for us who like me. I've read the book. I've seen the movie. I don't need to see the series. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. Now, this could, dude, like you said, 13 years removed. Yeah. There's now a new audience for this. You know, there's definitely... Is there, 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 there is, because... Like you could just watch the movie and... On like, Tubi, the time traveler's wife Tubi. is... Every every now and then it's on there. Similar to Pluto TV. Now, I know exactly what Tubi <laughs> is. <laughs> it's every now and then it's on there. Yeah, yeah, Young uh, kids aren't watching Tubi, you know. They're, they're on Instagram. Fair enough. Are they still on Instagram? Uh, TikTok. TikTok, yeah. uh, The thing. Um, Fuck, we're getting old. Actually, it's probably not even TikTok. We're probably saying that because we know of TikTok. That's the only one we know. Yeah, there's something out there that's like. They're on Twitch now. No, it's not even Twitch. Twitch is old. Twitch is is old. God damn. Everything's old, dude. We uh, Do we still use YouTube? Where do we broadcast the show? I think YouTube will last forever. I think Google Money is going to pump it out. Yeah, that's not changing. But yeah, that was the Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, it's a thing uh, coming out in May <laughs> of this year. Uh, let, let's let's move on to uh, to another topic here. So, uh, so, um, we every now and then somebody says something that like it makes headlines, right? And you just see the fucking headline, and you're like, you have a strong reaction to it one way or another. Uh, as I was kind of like looking for things to talk about for the show, uh, I came across this, and at first I just kind of like bypassed it, but I was like. Nah, that's a, that's a headline that I want to talk about. Didn't read anything past it, although I eventually did read, you know, uh, the the article that uh, that the headline came from. But uh, in just the headline, it made me go, "Huh, interesting." I wonder where I sit on this. The you know the, this uh, the what end of the spectrum I sit on for this particular topic. But uh, so Jared Leto, uh, and this is an article from Variety. Uh, it has the for the title of the article jared leto uh movie theaters might not exist and then uh, i guess this is a direct quote if it wasn't for marvel films just reading that i was like 
let's debate. Is that true? And again, I can go into the specifics of what he was talking about. And it, and it in minor ways, kind of takes it ever so slightly out of context. Um, in that he basically was saying that he he loves you know obviously like the smaller movies and things like that and and but there's like no room for that in the world of marvel films and how uh marvel films essentially have carried you know especially during the covid and even prior to that have sort of carried uh you know um theater chains uh, theater chains and things like that um so even without talking about numbers or anything like that i think we can have an opinion about what he says you shoot first Yes. So my my very first thing when I saw this yeah. when you uh when you posted it onto the um onto the card was what are the numbers? Because that's where I would kind of want to look. Yeah. But if we're not looking we at don't the, need, we don't need to look at the numbers. Yeah, yeah, we but, know but, what but, they're going to tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like if if we're not looking at the numbers, I mean, I guess to an extent he might have a point. I I also do think that right now the superhero genre, it, it's really hit at the right time. You know, for uh, not just like younger people, but also for like people who had, you know, their past in superhero comic books, you know, uh, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like it's all kind of like filtering in together. So I I definitely do understand that from his perspective, though, I guess I can kind of maybe uh, understand it because so like, for example, I know um, him and uh, him. Uh, what's uh, Malik Rami? Is that that his name? Uh, uh, yeah, from um, uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot yeah. yeah, him and um, I think it was Denzel did uh all the small things mm-hmm. or the the little things. All the little things, yeah. yeah. All the small things. That's uh, uh Blink so, yeah, Blink One Eighty Two. I was gonna say some Forty One. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's Yikes. wrong. You did everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I, I was actually uh really excited about that movie. Yeah, and then I found out that it was a both a theater release and an HBO release. Yeah. And like in my head, I was like, oh, "Wait a second, I can just sign up for HBO once, pay the twenty bucks. Three of us in our household. Why are you paying this much for HBO?" Well, f- uh, first it's like of all, ten dollars. I-, I think it probably was actually. $10. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't giving twenty dollars to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm paying you for get Netflix. 20, you get twenty. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bill's like three hundred dollars. They're like good luck. Three <laughs> streaming services. A plus customer. Yeah, but I, but I uh, oh, so actually they do in this article mention um, the little things. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. Like to me, the theater's dead. I don't plan on going to the theater ever. Yeah. Like I am Legend Two might be the one to actually get me there, but that yeah. might be it. They haven't even written the script. You know, right? like like I, I, honestly, man. Like uh, for me, movie theaters are just that's a thing of the past. I don't need it. I've got a really nice TV at home. Yeah. I'd rather just watch it at home. Yeah. And honestly. If you're not going to simultaneously put it on HBO and theaters, yeah. I will probably never watch it. Yeah. I just honestly, I don't care. So to, to his point, I, I guess I kind of get Interesting it. Interesting for somebody who's a part of a film podcast, but fair enough. <laughs> but but, but th- this is my opinion of film, though, like fair right enough. now, because yeah. because it's changed. I used to love going to the theater. See, like that was an actual event. Like it was like date night and everything. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a different kind of adult now than I was, you know, maybe 10 years ago where I'm like, all right, no. Popcorn and then drinks and gas, you know, four dollars fifty cents. Is it, is it just now? Expense? Like, it's that, but it's it, it's it's also the fact that like I I understand that movie theaters have like gone out of their way to try to like make comfort a thing. You know, you now you got reclining mm-hmm. seats, you got you know actual bar service coming to you. Yeah, 
I still don't give a shit. Yeah. My bed is so much fucking comfier than any chair I'm going to find in a fucking Cinemax. Yeah. Is Cinemax still around? No. <laughs> yeah, see, I that's how much I know, man. Is it? I don't probably. I don't know. <laughs> AMC. Yeah, let's yeah. just say AMC. AMC like, I, I, honestly, so like, I, I get his point. Like, it, it, Briefly reading through his article, I get it. Well, Cinemax is a... Uh, <laughs> I don't even it's a st- know, it's a studio. Is it, a- yeah, I thought it was a chain of theaters. I don't know, man. Like, I honestly, like, I may go to like a drive-in movie theater just to like be like, hey, yeah, I went to a drive-in movie theater once. Tell my kids about it. <laughs> when we have kids, I highly doubt we'll ever go to the theaters. Like, there's just no point in it. Like, you have everything that you want at home. And to to his credit, like, it's a I channel understand- by the way, Cinemax is a channel. Is it okay? Yeah. There you go. Uh, I, I get what he's saying. I get that right now the driving force in the theater industry really is superhero movies. Yeah, and and, and even like superhero movies that maybe like you'd consider maybe. I don't know if it, like like uh what was it Shun Chi? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you consider that like an A superhero movie or a B superhero movie. But even For that me, pulled in B, numbers. But, that, but a lot of other people would consider. But it like it a. still pulled in numbers. You know, it still got people to come out and everything. Decently. And, sure, and like sure, the sure. worldwide numbers were okay for that movie. So it's like I I do get his point. But yeah, I'll, I'll concede to you because you still go to the theaters. Yeah, I uh, just saw what the fuck? Are, oh, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, just, I, just I mean, look, man. Else. Shout out to Vegan Batman. That's my man right there. Yeah, it's a Vegan Week in Baltimore. Hey, Get yourself to, some uh, some vegan food. Shout out to Robert Pattinson, man. Um, that shit was fire. Yeah, uh, I heard good things, man. I yeah, I, I, that will be one that I will see after it ends its theater run. Yeah, um, what I can say is this. Uh, so he's not wrong technically, right? Uh, in terms of let's separate the thing he's saying in terms of movie theaters won't be around. And I guess the spirit of what he's saying, meaning that basically Marvel has carried movie theaters for quite some time now. But the thing I, I would argue and the reason why I'm kind of separating that out is because I feel like the spirit of what he's saying is way more correct than the actual text of what he's saying. Because if you, if it weren't Marvel, it would just be something else. It would be other things. Sure. Like so, for instance, we we in the nineties, it was it wasn't Marvel or it wasn't a studio that was carrying people uh, carrying the box office. It was individuals. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester right. Stallone, all these big action uh, movies, uh, as well as you know your Titanics, your and I guess Avatars, obviously in the two thousands. But um, it was those movies, these big ticket movies that were carrying movie theaters. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's a lot more stratified uh, stratified now in terms of it's a lot heavier at the top than it is. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a lot more disproportionate now in terms of the amount of movies that are like big ticket movies compared to the smaller movies that get put out that basically nobody watches. Um, but it's the same. It's still the same concept, right? You still, you, they're just all Marvel movies are are blockbuster movies. Right. They're not. It's we're not recreating the fucking wheel here. It's just blockbuster movies that are all loosely sort of chained uh, chained together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's like superhero movies, we like to oh, we like to stick our nose out to it. But how is this any different than from fucking you know, you know whatever blockbuster you want to talk about from the 90s like uh fucking let's rocky you know rocky four even though that was technically uh technically the 80s but you get what the fuck i mean yeah um you know it's no different 
uh, than that. But we tried to make it different because I feel like it just makes people feel better about themselves by like mm-hmm. these my ever movies, you know. But but coming from somebody like who Jared Leto, who actually has pretty decent experience in both extremes, you know, yeah. uh, in terms of these you know big ticket movies as well as the a lot of these like smaller movies, uh, Jared's kind of hit the spectrum there. So if anybody ha- could have an opinion about this, it's certainly him because that's where he kind of like laid his foundation was in you know smaller indie projects early on in his career yeah also my so my so-called life uh, yeah that yeah, was, like, yeah the first thing i need to go back and watch that i, I need to see if that still holds seen up it, dude in years i literally man. haven't watched it since it was it, since its original run so uh yeah i need to go back and check that out to see if it still uh, holds up and honestly i think it would be it should be well accepted I at this particular so, yeah. point in time right um i don't think yeah it would I think you don't so. think so? No, well, no maybe, I, I think maybe, it would. Maybe, I think... maybe it, it might, you know, it, it might, I guess, it it might not hit all the, <laughs> the marks. I uh, think for, like, folks like you and I who experienced it when it came out, I think it'll still hold up. If Rachel watched it today, maybe not. No, definitely not. Yeah, I don't think that's that all. Yeah, I don't think that's... Hi, Rachel. I don't think that's the thing. Uh, yeah, well, if, or anybody, not just Rachel. I think if, if, the, if kids these days watch it, they'd be like, this is what you guys think passes as like progressive. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> what's, what's the term that they use uh, these days? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, uh, a simp. <laughs> be like, yeah, you simps. You think so? That, I don't know how that would, how would that fit into this context? Yeah, simpletons. You like, you oh, that, guys, that's not what simp means. I don't see, man. I don't <laughs> even know, man. Somebody called me that in one of the YouTube comments. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm a simpleton. No, or, or, or maybe it is short for simpleton, but it, like the, the, the idea behind it is like you're a simp. You're somebody who doesn't like, you basically just get pushed around or you cater to like specifically like a, a, a woman, like. Who would be simple? Uh, yeah, well, Anna does push me around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might just be there. <laughs> right, so that comment just got it yeah, right. You <laughs> might, you might have it correct there. Um, anyways, uh, we're getting a little further away yeah. from, from what we were talking about. But um, long story short, I, I think he, I think the spirit of what he's saying is correct. But I don't think that the the literal, like taking his words and being very literal with it, I don't think that really means mm-hmm. much because. Movie theaters would still be around. Now, th- this gets to the heart of of what I think about movie theaters today. I have long since maintained that the only reason why I would go to a movie theater is to watch a large action movie. That's it. Well, that's recently what it, what you've been doing. That's right? no. And when you say recently, like literally for the past, not necessarily decade, but like for a long time. Have you like Last Duel, um, Tenet? Last Duel. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. Oh, which one was it? The the Green Knight, yeah, I saw that in there. Yeah, 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 you saw that. Tenet, and that, and that, 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 that man. the Green Knight, I could call that a bit of an exception. I was just really excited to see yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they it's weren't putting cast. that on streaming anytime soon. Um, so I was just like, fuck it, let me just go see it at the theater. Uh, but if it's not like a, some big ticket action movie, I kind of find no reason to 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 go to the theaters. That's just my own philosophy because it's like, well, why? Like, why am I seeing the Time Traveler's Wife in IMAX? There's just no reason for this. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. I don't think that phrase is going to be muttered ever again. Like, you're the only one who's ever said that. Yeah. Um, IMAX. You're yeah. going to hear crying and, like, Dolby surround sound. Yeah, like, that's all you're going to get. I don't think it's necessary, you know? Um, uh, so, uh, 
I, I, that's my own personal thing. But I also think that for the appetite for people, and we've got like a troll, not a troll, but like a, a fucking spam. What do, you, what do they call these people? Bots? Bots or whatever the fuck thing in the, in the, in the chat. Well, what, right are, what are they saying? Uh, trying to push like dick pills or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, online strips without clothing. That's what they're pushing right now. Mm. Um, Definitely not Billy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, you mean your <laughs> yeah, contractor I was like, wait, Billy. who the fuck's Billy? What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know this person? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, that might be Billy. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, there's to me, there's there's no real reason to go to theater. But also, that's just different for different people. Yeah. But I also, th- how I see theaters is I don't think theaters were ever really meant, not, that's a lie. Uh, it, it's a business model just like anything else. But, as far as I know what the theaters, you know, how they sort of operate, I don't think they were, they could operate as long as they have with what they were doing. Meaning that, Hey, you're increasing prices basically seemingly like month (laughs) after month. Um, and you're not really changing the experience for people. Uh, it's the same shit. It's just, we're paying more like glaringly more for everything. So if I go to the movies, just like you were saying, like, I got to fucking pay for the food. I got to pay for, you mm-hmm. know, the, the I got to drive there. It's just like a major inconvenience for something that's just like, but if I could just do this at home, I swear to God, I would, you know? Yep. Um, and so how I see the theaters these days, I see their roles as different. I, I see that they're always going to be around. I don't think you're ever going to, quote, get rid of movie no, theaters. No, I don't think so. We might not necessarily, maybe the big chains might go away but i think you're you can have like your your independent theaters because i feel like the people who actually want to go to the movie theaters will continue to go to movie theaters regardless of what happens you know um so i think that there's always going to be a market for it uh, even if it's just kind of like a novelty even if it's because i feel like the reason why we had to go to movie theaters is because we were forced to go to movie theaters yeah we were never given another option until streaming came along but you know like that experience though was different because I, I vividly, no, no, like, no, when no, I was thinking about no it, like, da- there's no I doubt loved it, it because, like, at times, like, we would go to see a movie that we're like, oh, okay, this came out, like, let's go see it. And yeah. then we would step in front and we're like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, we did that with a Bond. I, I yeah, think we, like. Did we see, was it, it wasn't Skyfall. No, it was. um Spectre. It wasn't Spectre either. I remember it was a Bond movie, wasn't it? No, it was a Mission Impossible movie, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, because we, we did that. Like we were yeah. like, oh yeah, these movies came out. Like, let's go, do these. and then we saw something else, and like that's the kind of like nostalgia that I have for movie theaters. It's yeah. like, oh, like you know, like Jumanji came out, but then they also had something else. Like let's yeah. you know see something else. Or like I remember when we wanted to go see um, Twenty Eight Days Later, mm-hmm. and then. I forgot what was out simultaneously at that time. We we're like, well, hold on a second. This is a much better movie over here. Like, yeah. And then like we got like we we had like nine people. You know, it was like five guys and four girls. And unfortunately, we just decided to watch what the girls wanted to watch. But you know, like you know that that was kind of like a like like an experience. Like you didn't get trailers unless you sat in front of the TV. Yeah. And then it came on. You know, for like. 10 seconds it wasn't a three minute trailer you got 10 seconds of a you know little clip now in theaters it's like all right well if i want to see the rest of this two-hour movie now i have to go like, yeah, yeah 10 seconds isn't enough now we can almost see an entire movie in a trailer so yeah. the experience is completely different now yeah for sure and and honestly like the actual movie going experience is a different thing right it's different to like watch like a comedy in a theater versus being just like in your own house yeah right? like where it's like 
there's there's something different about like watching it with a group of people. You're all experiencing it at the same time. You right. don't know each other, but you all found this particular thing funny, mm-hmm. and it and it kind of heightens some it does. It the heightens, comedy yep. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, where you watch it at home, and it's like huh, that's funny, but in your theater, you're like kind of slapping. You're like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. that's hilarious because just the reaction from everybody, you know, it creates a different atmosphere. But also, it's like, well, what do I value more? That experience, and also again, that's why I kind of call call it a novelty. And I understand there are people out there who are diehard film fans. Like literally, like the 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 physical nature of actual film, right? Mm-hmm. That would take what I'm saying and be like, "That's fucking heresy. You can't <laughs> can't say shit like this." You know, uh, you're not a true film fan if you say that. But for me, I, I can experience that. But that's not. Yeah, man. Like I, I feel like I I can even have a better experience at home where I notice a lot more different things when I'm just when I can pay attention a little bit more. Yeah. You know, or um. I wholeheartedly disagree yeah. with those people who who will say, "Oh, you're not a true like you know movie buff, movie lover, or whatever," because yeah. the movie going experience has evolved for the better, worse. Just like the actual movie making experience has mm. evolved, like you can get such different types of movies from, uh, like just like a plethora of different types of directors, different types of people who make screenplays, and it'll be available at your fingertips, yeah, instantly. Yeah, you know where where you may not be able to actually experience that. Like like who like, I mean, how many movies a month do we watch that are you know relatively newer movies that have come out either if it's on Netflix, Hulu, whatever whatever it might be, and you know that's like one set price for each streaming service that you're paying. Like you know realistically, if you think about it financially, like not everybody has that kind of disposable income to go three or four times to a movie theater yeah. to and, see and, new and releases. That right there, I think is is what I'm talking about as far as we look at movie theaters as like this, this really accessible thing, but the truth is it's not, it's not accessible. And I think that that's what everybody's missing in the equation. That's like going so hard for keeping shit in theaters is that it's not accessible for everybody. Mm -hmm. Now you could argue that having 10 different fucking streaming services that you're paying for every month is also not terribly accessible, but fair enough. But at least there you can choose, okay, I'm only going to get HBO. Right. And then anything that comes out on HBO, that's what I'm going to fucking watch. Right. right? But at least you have the access to it. But when this movie comes out that I really fucking want to go see, but I'm fucking broken, I can't, you know, turn on the TV and fucking and and, and watch it. What the fuck am I going to do? If I don't want to spend fucking $50 to have a, a semi, like, it's one thing to say I'm going to get up and go to the movies because I've done that uh, and a few times myself where I just uh, I do that all the time actually. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like I, I, I'm going to watch some movies and watch whatever, right? Uh, and just go by myself. Don't buy anything to eat, and I'm just there mm-hmm. for the thing, and then I dip out afterwards. But if you actually do want to go on a date, you do want to make it a, a a night of it, right? Um, that's that's a lot of money that you're spending. You're yeah. you're you're. You, you probably are going to be spending closer to $100 than you'd probably like to be for watching a movie that you're not sure right, if you're right. going to fucking like. Right? Yeah, like the days of like a $12 movie ticket. That's, like, that's just way If we were the paying past, those same prices. Different story. Different story. Completely different Different conversation, story. you know. Uh, and I, and like I, I'm boosted, you know, I can go spend $12. <laughs> Shit, yeah. man. 36 bucks. me, Anna, Rachel, we'll all go to the theater. For like. sure. You know, I'll take that up in a heartbeat. Once gas prices drop. <laughs> uh we'll see they they might not for a while um you're 100 percent correct though yeah. like it it, it it really hits differently now and like the days of like the two dollar like matinee where like you could go to like one of the smaller smaller theaters yeah. that are playing you know something that just recently stopped its major theater run yeah. like i remember i loved the movie gran torino and yes. i didn't i you might be racist Eddie. i don't know what gran torino well yeah it's a holy racist movie i like the movie though 
you might be racist for liking it. <laughs> he ends up not. Uh, no, I, I'm convinced that the only reason. No, he's cl- fully like a racist <laughs> asshole. Like he absolutely is. I, the, I think the only reason why he makes these movies is so he can say all the shit that he at says. this point. And then yeah, at the absolutely. End, like, Guys, like, everybody's figured I it out. Kind of like, not though, right? <laughs> no, I, I like Gran Torino. Yeah, I, I like that movie. I, I like the whole like you know uh, Asian community that's coming in, or uh, I think they were from. Um, uh, from Laos, um, Laotian people, I think they were. So like, I, I like that because that actually is like in certain parts of America, yeah. that actually is like the makeup of a community. And then like you have the racist ass white man yeah. who hopefully changes in the end and, you know, becomes <laughs> part of your, you know, See, art dinner table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> comes back to you. But like when that came out, like I went to see it with this girl in theaters and she hated it. Yeah. I loved it. We broke up. I started dating another because girl. Of, because of the movie? No, I wasn't. Okay, I was <laughs> it was just, like, it just kind of <laughs> <laughs> naturally, yeah. It's yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood fucking ruined my chance. <laughs> we didn't even sleep together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Torino, but you know, when I bought the $2 matinee movie with the other girl, yeah. I actually went back like three times and watched the movie in the matinee because it was $2, man. Yeah. Like, I saw the movie three times after spending $12 the first time to see it. Like, yeah. you know, I but, mean, but, it, but those it, days it, are over. You're not going to get that anymore. But they still do. Uh, matinees, they, but they, like it's just not. In price this, has gone yeah, up. Yeah, price has gone up. Um, like you see far less older people there because they can't afford it anymore. That was like that was their spot. Yeah. Um. So to to, to button this, uh, <laughs> a the, lot of old white people that go to see that movie. I'm sure the they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they bought the advance tickets to Grand Torino. Um, <laughs> advance tickets. To <laughs> 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 we'll see it eight times. We love this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> Clint Eastwood just saying the N word for three hours straight. Um, but uh, so to, to put a button on this whole thing, look, I, I'm not, and we could again litigate like all the quotes of uh, what Jared Little was trying to say, but even just the, the headline, I feel like is an interesting conversation of if Marvel movies, uh, if theaters wouldn't exist without Marvel movies, I think that that is not true. I think that they would just be replaced with something else. We would have another blockbuster type thing um, and perhaps they would make more room for that. Um, But I think that people's appetite has dictated what we're getting from the box office. Look, Hollywood is nothing if not a slave to money. Right? Of course. Um, So I, I feel like they just simply, they go, they have, they, they work a formula and once they know that formula works it's just rinse and repeat with oh, the formula right so i feel like they struck gold with marvel they they created a formula that works but people go to see the movies because they like the movies it's not like i feel like there's like a, 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 a like conception or conception uh there's this perception that you're they like we're, we're forced to watch the marvel movies that's bullshit uh, um, I'm a prime example. Yeah, like, well, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but we're not forced to watch the Marvel movies. We just really like the Marvel movies, yeah. you know. Like, every, the, with the way that people responded to Iron Man and and, and obviously like all the subsequent movies thereafter, um, it, it the numbers like and and perhaps, that kicked it off, right? That was kind of like that the big basically. Yeah. There was a there was the Hulk before before that, but nobody recognizes that as, as like the, the Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah, well, is there Eric Bana? Because I'm an I'm Eric Bana fan, the, and I didn't even like that. Well, yeah, nobody liked that one. Um, he didn't like it. No, there are a couple of movies that Eric Bana did, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he didn't like that movie. But, um, <laughs> but 
I think it was the Edward Norton uh, yeah. one. I think that was before Iron. I can't. I can't remember. Although I, I Robert Downey did show up in that movie, mm-hmm. um, so I can't remember the timelines and shit. But anyways, my point is, uh, is is that we we do have an appetite for these type of movies, and if it wasn't Marvel, it would just simply be something else right. that would have replaced it. Um, now, has that become more stratified? Yes, but that's only because they or just at nauseum repeating the same formulas, but they continue to fucking Disney's work. done this for years. Yeah. Like, the Disney has absolutely rinsed and repeated the exact same formula for years. Maybe in recent years, slightly changed it a little bit because, you know, perception of, like, oh, just the uh, heterosexual, uh, you know, prince meets, you know, princess, and, you know, well, whatever. They fall in love, kiss at the end, and you're good to go. But for how many years did Disney do that? Yeah. I mean, since, what, the 60s? Yeah. Like they, they were just all over that train. So I 100% agree. It's, it's, it's a rinse and repeat thing. But if you look at the box office recently, it all has been superhero movies. Like I think Dog was like well, I was recently at, like the like second like most popular movie. Was it? Uh, Channing but, Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I went back into uh, to 2001 and saw what the uh, domestically like what the um, highest grossing movies were. And yeah, like basically all of them are, yeah. are Marvel movies. Spider-Man Away From Home, Shang-Chi, Venom. Black Widow, the first four are all Marvel movies, although it could be argued Venom is more of a Sony property, but nonetheless. Um, uh, Fast and Furious, uh, Eternals, No Time to Die, A Quiet Place, Ghostbusters, uh, Free Guy. So like of the top uh, 10 movies uh, grossing last year, uh, five of them are Marvel movies um, or Marvel properties, if if we're being technically correct here. Um, I think that days of like you know movies like you know I don't know a Meg Ryan rom com you know like I don't know no but 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 like here's you've the, got mail I don't think that's ever going to be the type of movie that's going to be number one at the box office anytime soon well you never know you might have your outliers here and there but um, my thing is is like but the, like I feel like those movies are on different mediums now like we're we're those are probably going to be streaming movies but we no longer see streaming right. movies as like oh like that's just a direct to you know. To, to a TV movie like we I don't think we which is completely unfair to like when a movie does become number one in streaming yeah because it's like it's like I know like how I know, many I people that, are really watching that like to be number one in streaming well, that's well, a lot of people well I I know that it's not the same like you're not dealing with the same numbers as far as like dollar yeah. dollars wise but but eyeballs but definitely eyeballs and 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 also it's 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 a different it's a different thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like we, we need to get out of just looking at everything as like box office returns. It's like, well, the reason why everybody went to the theaters to see Shang-Chi is because it was only in theaters. Like, right. but what would it, and just like black widow, which actually, you know, is obviously uh, a couple of spaces behind Shang-Chi mm-hmm. that released on, um, uh, on Disney plus at the same time that it, yeah. that it was in theaters. And, and so did Mulan. And, same and, thing, and yeah. it suffered at, at the box office because of it. But, I, I still think that the people who watch it at home were perfectly fucking, you yeah. know, fine watching it at home. Anyways, we can go on and on about it, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I believe those comments in terms of uh, the actual practicality of it. Like, no, if it weren't, there would just be something else, right. <laughs> you know, who that's the Marvel equivalent, uh, but just Again, another thing. The Marvel right now is like what Disney. It, it, it's you what know, it is. So, yeah. Somebody else later on will become. Yeah, I'm sure the in like a, the next decade, I'm. Sh- I'm positive at the end of this next decade, we're not going to be talking. We about just know Marvel it won't be DC. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, although they just well, came out with the Batman. I don't know. But let's say that's the vegan power, man. Yeah. All us vegans, vegans out here. Shut up. 
uh, all right. So should we hit the last one up or should we just call it a night? I feel like we're we're. I mean, look, I, do uh, let's do it real quick because we real hinted quick. at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in 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 the conversation about streaming, look, uh, look, Netflix is fucking up. Let's just let's just start there, okay? So Netflix is fucking up. We're, we're right in the heart of the streaming wars, uh, and Netflix has the bright idea: hey, let's crack down on sharing the sharing of passwords. But not only that, let's charge people for sharing their passwords because, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. I I don't know who like like what. But here's the thing: they are losing customers. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 losing uh people who are subscribed to their uh to to Netflix. So I feel like they need to do something, or they 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 know they yeah. need to do something. And but I think in the last quarter, last quarter they reported the first time like not hitting their subscriber their, their goals. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about for the first time. Um, but uh. I don't think it's a, a usual occurrence yeah, that yeah, they don't yeah, hit yeah, it, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I think there's been a time too before where they where they haven't hit. Um, but uh, sort of like so they they're losing people who you know just like you were talking about before have disposable income. Um, so these people who have disposable income who have broadband access, uh, they're losing them. Um, I think they they said it was like halved uh, in terms of the amount of people that they would kind of count on to uh, subscribe to Netflix, but who haven't now that could be due to a number of different things. It could be due to like then, you know, them raising their prices. It could be due to uh, the fact that there's just a, a lot of other streaming mm-hmm. options. Um, it could just be due to just streaming fatigue that maybe people just don't give a fuck anymore. But I think it's for Netflix specifically. I feel like it's, it's due to one to two things. One that they, I really do think they need to go back to the week to, or they, they need to do the appointment TV shit that a lot of other spaces have where they put a particular show at a particular time every week versus letting the entire thing out at, at, at one time. Yeah. Um, so that, but then too, I think they just need to step there. What they're more about is like volume versus quality. Right. And I think that that's what they need to sort of change 100% agree. is produce more quality things. And I feel like you'll, you'll give people naturally more reason to tune into yep. your content. Um, I can tell, I couldn't tell you right now, like Ozarks. Great. I, I absolutely love Ozarks. I think it's a great show. Um, but I feel like with everything that they come out with, it's either bad quality, but you know, uh, maybe they put out, uh, you know, uh, maybe it just catches fire. Like, so for instance, um, Tiger King, yeah, wasn't that great, but it just for whatever reason, uh, caught the public's eye. Uh, what's some uh, show that just came out? Um, Squid Games, yep, um, came out recently. Great show. Um, it wasn't week to week, so therefore, two weeks after it came out, That's didn't it. talk about it anymore, <laughs> you know, uh. But then they'll have like bad shows that we hear about all the time. And it's just like, but I have no interest in watching this mm-hmm. thing. I see it all the time or recommend it. It's never going to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I feel like they're just, something's always skew with their shit. You yeah. know, either they're, they're doing the wrong model as far as the release model or, and they also don't really advertise that much, you know? It's, I don't know. I feel like yeah. Netflix is, they got in, they, they basically got in on the ground floor with the streaming shit, but. And they basically, yeah, they've been basically relying on that yeah. for forever. Now they did change in terms of like going to creating their own content, but again, the whether that content is good, especially for their scripted stuff, is different. I feel like for documentaries, yeah. they're they're still pretty hot for that, as well as like uh, comedy specials. I feel like they're hot for that, but when it comes to their scripted shit, not great. 
<laughs> uh, so I mean, look, we 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 hit on it a little bit with the um with the documentaries, and, and, and honestly, if if I'm being 100 percent truthful, documentaries on Netflix for me recently, yeah, have been lost. Haven't been hidden. Yeah, like yeah. they 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 just haven't been. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the exception really was uh the Tinder Swindler. That 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 really was an exception. I will watch Bad Vegan. I'm vegan, and that looked really interesting to me. Um, but they for me, they've been really uh, missing it. The the biggest issue that I have with uh, Netflix versus their competitors, yeah, their competitors diversify in different uh, aspects of media. Hulu will stream other things, live events. Well, they I think will, I think Netflix is trying to sort of get into that game, but they're it's also, trying to. But it's gonna it's in my personal opinion, it's too late. It's too late. There, there, there's it's other avenues. I, I think so. I think there's other avenues people can go, and nah. people are already now. Invested. Like so, for instance, um, like the I've, partnership with Hulu and you know and Disney and you know everything never, that comes ne- with it. To me, that was it's never, a game changer. But to you, me, you know why it's never too late is because these things are contracts that have expiration dates, right? Yeah. So, for instance, right now they're looking at the Sunday ticket. Um, that I think that's going to go be going away from Directv. Yeah, and I think it was Netflix that was like kind of in the hunt. It might have been Apple. It might have been Apple TV that was in the hunt for that. But uh, I guess what my point is is that these things are fluid. They're just you know, and the sports are, are like they'll just go to whoever's paying them more. Yeah. Uh, so once a contract's up, my issue with that though is man, if if they pick up something like that, like you know, uh, NFL Sunday Ticket, whatever they do, yeah, uh, it's it's no secret that Netflix itself to their investors. Isn't necessarily making them money. It, no, they're, they're, they're kind of putting more money in than they're getting out. Well, they're kind of hoping for a big return. Uh, how much money is it going to cost them to take something on like that, like an NFL Sunday ticket? That is going to be that's, that, billions. But that's but that's their that's been their model for like the last like five years. And that's why I think I don't think it's going to be a sustainable model. I don't think they can realistically sustain that. Uh, the one thing that I really hate about this uh, story when I read the article, I just I, I really want to like focus in on this. They're doing a test run. You know mm-hmm. of this, yeah, yeah, in Chile and in uh, in uh, in countries America, where yeah. people have the least amount of yeah. disposable yeah. income, really like up. it is so fucked up that it's you're doing really this to these up. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really where they. T- it's just like, but I, and I was actually going. To, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say it, it's like the it most Amer- me, it's the most American thing really ever. Is. Hey, let's test this shit on people well, who, yeah, who, <laughs> yeah, who, who are the, you know have the least flexibility to like complain about it. Who we discussed like, this with um with uh, the Star Trek when uh when they uh when they took it off of um yeah. Paramount Plus yeah. in like it was, other, yeah, countries, other countries you know first, in yeah. Europe and I was like. Damn, that really sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, it's really fucked up, but that's just that's how America works. They just fucking test shit out Capitalism on, on, on its finest. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um but yeah, man, I don't I don't think um I, I look at this whole Netflix thing as far as like trying to, you know, crack down on passwords. Good luck with that, dude. Because yeah. as soon as you start cracking down on that, then I feel like what what they need to do is change their their, their brand needs to change. It's not it's mm-hmm. not fuck all this sharing password yeah. shit. For, forget all that. You need to make your brand better. You know, you you've everybody knows about Netflix. Netflix and chill was the thing for so long. But I think you need to move beyond that now. And I think you need to act for these content that you're creating. I think you need to like reassess the quality of that that content because I feel like you need to give people more premium shit. Right now, it feels like every Walmart or Walmart. Uh, <laughs> I, I said it before I was ready to. Uh Netflix is essentially kind of the Walmart yeah. of, you know, uh, of retail or, or of uh, streaming right now. Right. Where it's like, I can go there. I can I can definitely get some shit cheap, although it's kind of not cheap anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's not quality. It's not premium. 
It's not HBO's premium. I can get some premium shit out of HBO mm-hmm. Max. Wonder even, Apples. Even Apple TV, I can get something. You said Wonder Apples? What the fuck <laughs> are that? What is that? I said when HBO's app works. Oh, okay. I was like Wonder Apples. <laughs> Wonder what Apples. What the fuck is that? Some new shit. I got to figure out what these Wonder Apples are. Nah, we tried you with gummies. You yeah, don't want that experience again. Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's not my life. Look, man, uh, like Netflix and chill has not been a thing for me. Like, I've been Hulu and humping it. I'm sorry for you. Hulu and humping it. You yeah. Know, that, that's just the way you Yeah, we're going to end the show there. That was terrible. That was just awful. Jesus I was Christ. trying to put my best on Rain. I missed. We had a great podcast. You just ruined Fake it. Oh, Rain. Sloppy. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Um... So, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you guys listening. Um, appreciate you watching if you've done that. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, subscribe, share, do all that shit. Do things with buttons. Click things. Uh, going. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, same time, same place. Uh, hopefully, Rain will be back in the fold. We'll see. Not fake Rain's uh, here to help. Yeah, if not, Save fake Rain is here, here to help Hulu indeed. Uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will bid you adieu. Hit the usual. Fade out. Peace. The fuck out. Hulu and Hulu and Twice a week. <laughs> <laughs>